0: 2,023, and this is episode number 649, we're closing in on 650, we'll hit that today, Uh, and then we're on our march to 700, can you guys believe... You and me have been sitting down doing this little dumbass show 649 different times. I mean, sometimes I wasn't here. John Wessling would fill in uh, or we would do it on the patio with some folks. And well, for the most part, 650 times over the last coming on three years, you and I have sat down this, this, uh, in this studio studio. It's crazy, man. Crazy. May 11th, the 3 year anniversary of this show. Pretty excited about it. Pretty cool. Um so yeah, we'll uh we'll 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 get to that um you know, we have got that coming up in uh 10 days I guess cuz today's the 1st. So next week as a matter of fact is that the case? Let me let me pull up the calendar here. Yeah, yeah next Thursday. So uh, a week from Thursday, that'll be our 3 year. What? Three-year anniversary of the show. Pretty crazy. Uh, I would have told you if you asked me that would this show last three years? I would have said 100 percent no. So I'm super shocked. Uh, but man, we got tons to get to. That is not the storyline, folks. The storyline, yay, the storyline. The NFL draft. And uh, your Houston Texans. Sorry, I hate word. We're Houston Texans, uh, dare I say, dare I say, chat knocked it out of the park. They did the damn thing. I know. I will get to the nitty gritty details, and I it ain't a hundred percent roses and 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 it's whatever else is nice and ha- makes you happy. Uh, it's not a hundred percent roses and weed and beer and titties and money. I don't know. I, I didn't think that one through, um, but yeah, we, it's a, it's a it's an overall a positive for this franchise and this organization. So we're going to talk all things NFL draft. We'll go through, look at some grades, see what uh, others f- thought that how other teams did. Because look, you know, you can tune in and get fantastic sports takes from yours truly. But what I don't do is bullshit you. What I don't do, like some of these idiots that do this on Twitch. Or do it on the radio, um, or do it on their little potty podcast, or write their little blogs on their little fan sites. Your boy's never gonna come on here and pretend like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. If I don't, I'll give you opinions, um, but I'm not gonna be like, "Well, that's that's great." Everybody's just... if you don't under- if you don't know every team need um, every team cap situation every team's contract situation over the next couple of years and have graded every single player that was in the draft and was picked up you probably shouldn't talk grades so I'm not gonna do that we're gonna read other people's grades and see if we agree or not or have open discussions but yeah we're not gonna I'm never gonna get on here and pretend like I know some shit I don't that was my thing about when I first started radio I, mean, I, I tried to make it very clear I'm not an X's and O's kind of guy. I might study some shit. I might look at some things or, you know, teach myself some stuff or learn stuff, but I'm never going to be that guy that just sits there and breaks that shit down to the nth degree. That's just not what I do. So, Uh, but we are going to get into it. We are going to talk about it specifically uh, about your Houston Texans. I didn't make my uh, slide, so I got to do that real quick. Hold on. That's, that's my bad. Uh, That's my bad chat. I, uh, bad host, bad host. By the way, don't forget today, uh, joining me at 315, as she always does on a Monday, Jenny is mom in the building. (laughs) If my voice sounds a little raspy, if it sounds a little dirty, (laughs) I mean, it doesn't sound like, oh, you've been talking, you know, 10 days straight type shit, Uh, but if it does sound a little rough... um, After our show at Hop Scholar, which, by the way, shout out to the deckheads that came out. Robert Likes Beer and uh, Chris Reyes. Thank you guys for supporting. Thank you guys for buying tickets. It helps. Uh, Appreciate that. And, um, yeah, Robert Likes Beer on a 10, on the quest to 10 straight. Uh, I told him when we get to 10 straight shows that he's attended, we're going to do a shot on stage with him. Because I don't think anybody else... Uh, has attended every show we've done at Hop Scholar, and we the last on Saturday that was number eight, and uh, the only person that I know that's been in the building every time. Robert likes beer and his better half, his significant other. So, uh, but yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna we're gonna toast him on stage on the the tenth show, which would be October. Interestingly enough, number ten. Uh, what sucks is it might be World Series ish time, so we'll we'll play that by ear. Uh, but. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna definitely get into that. Hold on one second. I gotta. What's going on with this? So, um, the uh, uh, uh yes. So, oh, anyway, so after Hop Scholar, uh, I hung out with the owner Todd and um some folks that came up and and the headliner MJ Moody, who's my buddy, who came down from Dallas to do the show, and a few of us we sat outside and kind of drank whiskey and smoked cigars and and uh we smoked two i smoked two cigars between like 11 and 3 we were there till three in the morning three in the morning sitting outside drinking beer and whiskey and old-fashioned smoking cigars talking shop shooting the shit and it was awesome it was cool but boy my voice paid for it the next day oh my god you can still hear it like i don't normally sound this deep and this sexy (laughs) you know what i'm saying right so, yeah. I don't want to take your off of my a good thing. I don't wear yeah. All right, that got weird. Um, but yeah, so I was like, wow, all day yesterday, just raspy as shit. So it's finally going away now. I, creepers. Uh, I will say. Yesterday sucked ass. I had all kind of shit I was supposed to get done. I had all kind of shit I was supposed to do. Uh, and then a transformer blew in the neighborhood. And it's the goddamn transformer that's in my yard. No! <sighs> yeah, I'm sitting there. It's 11 o'clock in the morning. We just get back from Takaria Aranda's. Because that's that's Nora's spot. Uh, Sunday mornings, her and her sister will go have breakfast occasionally at Takaria Aranda's. Uh, which I say super white by the way. It's like Arandas, but I don't I can't say it like that. I just tacaria Arandas. Um so I went with him, which was a stupid, stupid mistake. I got home from Hop Scholar at um three forty five in the morning. Sunday morning, three forty five. Uh I went to Whataburger after Hop Scholar because thank God Whataburger's open. So at four o'clock in the morning. I am sitting on my couch, um, eating a patty melt, large fry and medium vanilla shake and, uh, passed out, fell asleep. Hey, humble Astros fan. Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. Welcome to the show. Uh, passed out eating. That's how much I had had to drink that like, I mean, I wasn't drunk or anything. I didn't drive drunk. I wasn't like, I was, I was good. It's just, you know, you get tired and then you drink. And like on this show, I noticed a lot, like if I would drink the whole show, um, I'd be asleep by seven o'clock on the couch. I wouldn't even be like shit face drunk. Just, just, it makes you sleepy. So that and being up all day and then exhausted from sweating the ticket sales and the show and everything else. I think I I, I fell asleep with a water burger in my hand. Just... Nora woke me up at, 430 she's like go to bed weirdo so i go to bed uh and then we get i get back up at like eight o'clock to go to breakfast i got like uh maybe four hours of sleep it was awful get home from Takaria arandas laying on the couch chilling uh dealing with my constituency i play sim city uh sim city build it yo elk ray thank you for the follow (laughs) So, uh, did I get that right? Elk, Elk Ray, Elk Ray, I 57, I guess. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> I'm laying on the couch and I hear boom The lights go out. I was like, what the hell? Bro, did you really do all that? <laughs> Thank you, CC. You're the best. Thank you, potch. I love it. It's like, here, let me follow so I can spam. This is ridiculous. Anyways, I hear a big loud boom and the lights go out. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, we blew a transformer. It was like 1130 in the morning. We didn't get lights until 8 o'clock that night. Nine hours without lights on a Sunday. No basketball, no sports, just no lights, no nothing. Miserable. And Nora happened to be out running errands, so she just didn't come home. So I just sat here and. It was awful. Um, And then at one point, I think they had fixed it, I thought. And then they were like, uh, the lights like flickered. It was like, boom, and then it blew again. So I was like, fuck. So yeah, nine hours without lights really sucks. I was kind of nervous that the computer wasn't going to start today, but we did okay. Uh, Hey, yo, what's up? The Mad Hawk show. Uh, Hendon Hooker going to the Lions. Do you think Jared Goff will give him playing time? That's a good question. We're going to get into that. I'm going to add that to the queue. Uh, Very good question. Uh legit question. So I will um where did that go? Oh, I'm on the wrong page. That's where. Um all right. Added that to the show, Mad Hawk. Um, yeah, no AC sucked. Yeah, Reyes. The mods are on it, so you can't even talk shit. Um I wonder like I wonder if that person has like a channel, the one that spammed the chat. Uh, anyways, give, if you, uh, if you want to talk draft, if you have like questions or opinions, here's what I want you to do. I want to start trying to do this more just so I can find shit in the chat easier. Um, put hashtag NFL draft. Maybe it's a question. Maybe it's a statement. Maybe, uh, you want to bring up a topic or something like that. Just put hashtag NFL draft in the chat. And what I'll do is I'll search periodically in the chat for that hashtag and if it's a topic or whatever we can uh we can address it Ugh. A little chunk of ice there uh all right but let's get to the chat let's get this show rolling we got a lot to get to a lot of stuff to talk about a lot of stuff including sports headlines that don't pertain to the nfl draft but yeah we're going to discuss the draft and anything you want to talk about opinions and otherwise like i said we'll look at some other people's grades i'm not gonna sit here and be that uh i give the texas today. I i didn't study like that i don't know that shit so i think they did a good job though but we'll discuss um ugh. ugh. okay Something's wrong with my damn eye uh but let's get to the chat if you're new to the program what the hell is happening to my eye? if you're new to the program chat is the shout out to the chat it is not the past tense of shit it is me saying hello to the people you people. Heck what do you yeah. mean, you people? It's me saying hello to the people that make this show possible. You guys in the chat. Uh, Alan Denson was first. How was that noise? Alan Denson was first in the chat at 1.15. So he is the greatest deckhead in the history of the world, at least for the next two hours. And then after that, or three. And then it's regular old-ass Alan Denson after that. Um, in my chat, and I fired it up late, so that's my bad. That's on me. I got I to gotta be a better host. Um, I see... I spy with my little eye. Uh, Hey, yo, by the way, Stephen the Weather Guy. Stephen said shots for 15 months. I mean, you don't get a shot for 15 months. I love you for subscribing to this show. This crazy little show for 15 months. I appreciate that. But no, you don't just get a random ass shot. You know, because everybody that's done 15 months, I'm like, you got to do a shot. And then everybody renews. And then I'm an alcoholic. And then Nora leaves me and I gain 300 pounds. It's a whole thing, Steven. Why are you trying to ruin my life? All right, here you go. Uh, I see Crystal's in the house. What's up, girl? Damn it. You look, you know what, Crystal? I know you weren't actually first, um, but you look like you're first in my window. So high five, girl. Let's go. Uh, Chris Reyes is here, sir. Thank you for coming out to the comedy show on Saturday. Much appreciated. Poach, what's up, homie? We missed you. Uh, sorry you were stuck in Vegas. Glad you made it back safely, though. Robert likes beer is here. Oh my god! Yo, we haven't had a Robert likes beer sighting in months. I was gonna say years, but that'd be that'd be a little over the top. But what's up, Robert? Good to see you, man. Alan Denson, there he goes. Greatest deckhead for the next three hours. AJB, Aaron, you happy with your Falcons, buddy? They did. They didn't do too bad, I don't think. I saw somebody like they shouldn't have got a running back. And yeah, they got a damn good one, but they did need defensive help. But uh, good shit. AJB, well, thanks for being here. Uh, Clarence. yo, Hey, guys. What's up? What's up, Clarence? Good to see you, buddy. Cisco's in the building. Uh, Hello. Oh, my sweet, sweet Donna's here. Now it's complete. Hello, Alex Villanueva. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Who else? Pacha got. Robert likes Beer. Oh, I was on that wrong page the whole time. Hey, what's up, Jen? Good to see you. I'm like, oh, shit. Every time I see Jen, I'm like, did I miss a text? Uh, I did not. Okay, good. Whew. I got a text from Jenny. Jenny is mom, but not Jen So that's good. Hey, what's up, Awake Reaper? Good to see you. My friend Flip is in the building. Who else? Who else? Who else? CC. What's up, girl? How was vacay? I hope good. I trust. I mean, that's the one thing I, I know that, um, uh, uh um, CC is going to have a good vacation because she's a professional. She's, she's a professional vacationer. So she knows what she's doing. Uh, let's see. Aspen is your new fan. Clarence. Oh, nice. Uh, what's up, DJ Maddie? Happy NSYNC. It's going to be May Day. No, you're just making shit up. That is stupid. Uh, let me see. Let me get to page two. What's up, Jenny? Is mom. Hi, mom. I'll see you uh, in an hour. 315. Uh, what's up, Brian Pettit? Hope you had a good birthday. Jet. What's up, Jet? Thanks for being here. Jet on Twitch. Uh, homo Astros fan. Thank you for the hundred bits. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Uh, there's that asshole that was spamming the chat. The mad Hawk show. I'm going to get to your question shortly. Don't worry. Steven, the weather guy. What's up, homie? Good to see you, pimp. Thank you for being here. Uh, transformer blue. Is that robot porn? Shut up Cisco. What's up? Nick Gamboa? <laughs> Chris, Chris, you're not making this happen. Chris, you're not forcing that upon me. Stop it. Chris put hashtag WWE draft. I gave Raw an A for absolutely not watching it. Um but thanks for being here, Chris. It's good to see you, buddy. Nick Amboa, I got hello, sir. Uh, thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. What's up, Mines? Good to see you. God damn it, Mines, with the caps locks. <clears throat> mines said, Barry, take a shot. The first round. It happened. I was one year old when the last time they won. This is history. Yeah, Mines, you're welcome. Guess who the newest Leafs fan is? Me. I'm the reason. I'm the guy. The Toronto Maple Leafs weren't shit before I became a fan. That's right. I've been a Toronto lifelong, lifelong Toronto Maple Leafs fan for two months. Lifelong fan for two months. Yeah, you're welcome, Mines. You're welcome. I did this. Me, I built this shit brick by brick. Puck by puck, leaf by leaf. I don't know. It's funny because when I, we did a thing on this show one day, we were like, I was like, I need to pick a hockey team. And um, I was like, we ended up going with the, um, with the Leafs. And I don't even remember why. It was like, I wanted a Canadian team. I didn't want to pick a front runner. Um, I like their colors. And I think Leafs, uh, are an extension of the earth not that wasn't all the reasons um but yeah that's how long i was with my what my fuck, but okay oh you recommended the leafs was that it oh well there you go there you go uh yeah so uh i should have i should buy me a toronto maple leafs hat that's what i i need to do that I need to buy a Maple Leafs hat. Hey, what's up, free mustache rides? Good to see you, homie. Thank you for being here. Uh, who else is in the building? Pots Reyes, I got. CC. hey, what's up, Miggy? Happy birthday, bro. It's not really his birthday, guys. It's an inside joke that's been going on for over a decade, okay? I just need you all to stay on board with it. What's up, Taco Existential? Thank you for being here. Um, CC, are y'all hiring? All right, big balls, has got everybody. Hey, what's up, KB Holmes? Guess whose Vegas favorites are to win Stanley Cup now? The Leafs. The Leafs. Bam. But as soon as I bet on them, they're going to shit the bed. They're going to absolutely shit the bed. Let's talk a little hockey for a second, shall we? Yo, what's up, Eric Roussendez? Dude, uh, Eric, I'm so pumped that you're about to get into cigars. Now I have somebody else to nerd out with about cigars. So excited so so excited hey what's up Dick Willie uh, good to see you they have they ain't won in 19 years T-Bay Bolts have been good for that long yeah <clears throat> it was a great series uh, yeah I didn't watch any of it I, I, I've watched a few hockey games I will say this there is a game seven tonight in hockey uh, do yourself a solid do yourself a solid now I know some of you are Astros fans and you're like I'm gonna watch the Astros are the Astros even playing today are they off so you know Mondays are off days uh travel days let's see mlb yeah they are playing they're they're playing in San Francisco here at home do yourself a favor just trust me on this uh let's pull up the nhl sketch. the it's uh rangers devils tonight new york rangers versus the new jersey white devils no new jersey devils and uh um you know the first team that I ever cheered for in hockey was the Rangers that was back in like 94 95 it was just I was playing NHL maybe it was 97 no I was playing NHL 94 I think and uh I just became a Rangers fan for some reason for like uh six months and then I was like oh yeah hockey's stupid I don't I don't even like that um but I tell you what man uh do yourself a solid watch game seven tonight uh that series is tied three three and then they start the uh the the maple leafs and the uh panthers and the kraken and the stars get rolling on tuesday but watch this game seven it's gonna be bananas i'm telling you it's gonna be bananas so uh give it a look give it a look missing one astros game you're gonna be fine i promise but uh puck drops at seven o'clock tonight on espn so watch it um also it in hockey news and i've got some in the headlines but um the bruins were essentially the milwaukee bucks of the nhl best team in the nhl all year most wins broke all kind of records for wins the bruins got bounced in the first round um by uh uh it was the uh the florida panthers i believe right wasn't it the panthers that beat them was it the panthers i believe it was let's see let me go back to sunday yeah, the, the the Panthers. In overtime, 4-3. 60 seconds left, by the way, in regulation. Panthers score to tie it up, force overtime, um, and uh, eventually go on to win in OT. And um, the crazy thing is, is like the Bruins were, the Bruins were so good this year. There was like, they were like, um, they were like, you know, the year Golden State only lost like 12 games or something like that. I mean, they were that good. It was just, it was a, um, it was a no-brainer that Boston was going to win the Stanley Cup done done they were crying and sad and it's whatever it's hockey nobody cries over hockey there's no crying in hockey but they were they were on the ice crying afterwards uh so make sure you check that out and we've got some other hockey news in the headlines and i do see your draft questions um eric Resendez. i see you buddy thank you for submitting that i have added it to the queue i think there we go Added to the queue. Uh, and then let's see, who was the other one that had a draft question? I got the first one from uh, Hawk. Let's see. Ooh, where did it go for? All right. Uh, oh yeah. It was the WWE draft. Damn it, Chris out here faking the funk. Mad hogs said they got screwed. Who got screwed? Um, The Bruins got screwed. You think? Oh, I don't know. Um, let's see. What does that say? Oh, Eric says a good decision. Yeah, it's a good decision to smoke cigars, dude. It's my one release, right? It's my one. Uh, I just go in the back porch, maybe turn on some sports. Maybe I don't, but I'll just sit there, drink whiskey. Uh, I I was talking about this uh, Saturday night when we were smoking. Like I had some rum, some, like I don't know, 100-year-old rum or some shit from Todd. It was really good, really, really good. But, uh, I was just like, I just feel like whiskey's the perfect thing for a cigar. I just have to go with that. I mean, I've tried everything else. I've tried like rum and Coke, I've tried uh tequila, vodka, um beer. Just nothing is better than whiskey with a cigar. So keep that in mind. But do do you, boo-boo? What did Dick Willie say? Because I see he's saying right, Dick Willie, which is shocking. Um, they're moving the restriction to the, cause what I don't mind I don't know what that says. I don't, I have no idea that's, is that Canadian? I need to convert that. I don't even, does that, is that language on Babel? Can I download Rosetta stone and learn that? I have no idea what that said. Uh, Thursday's off. Come on, bury on deck. What? 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 I don't know what that means. I have no idea what that means. Um, all right. Uh, I'm confused now. Giants. Uh, what's up? Hey, what's up, Heartthrob? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. All right, two, one. All right. Let's see. Hockey. Peep my message, Barry. Bro, there's a thousand messages flying through here. A thousand messages. Mine. Mines. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, I was a Kings fan for a while. Just NWA wore the hats. Nice, Amos. Nice. Isn't that Mark G's team? Who? The Bruins? Maybe so. I don't know. What's up, Memesters? Good to see you, Mimi. Thank you for being here. What's up, KB Holmes? Uh, hockey shouldn't have a team in Florida and North Carolina winning Stanley Cup. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. That's sad. That's like, that's like somebody from Portland, Oregon winning NASCAR. Like, what? 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 Speaking of Todd, uh, it was really funny this Saturday night. I was about to make a joke about veterinarians. Oh, yeah, that was a good time. Don't don't tell them, though. They got to show up if they want the good times. You don't get to just not buy tickets and come to great comedy shows and then expect us to give you the recap every time. No, buy your tickets, hoes. Uh, Coke Icy. No, I don't think that's it. Uh, I did mine. That's on the headlines, so let's get to it. All right, here we go. Here's your sports headlines for the day. Let's roll. All right, you sport. What the hell? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on around here? Uh, who's at my front door? Oh, no. What the heck? That was rather sus. That was rather sus, mail lady. Don't know what you think you're doing. Chris from Sam Houston said comedy show was good. You were there, Chris, and you didn't come up and say hi? Did you say hi, Chris? I think you're just making that up. I think you're just making that up. Um, All right. Let's see. Uh, What the hell? Uh, All right. Here's the sports headlines for the day. Uh, Phillies are saying that uh, Bryce Harper may return on Tuesday. That's the day they've set. So uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, 160 days post Tommy John surgery. Now, he will be DHing. He won't be playing in the field for now. Um, But getting Harper back is huge for that team. So Bryce Harper returns um, 160 days post-Tommy John surgery. So there you go. Um, Yeah, uh, Rangers ace Jacob deGrom. Stop me if you've heard this before, chat. Rangers ace Jacob deGrom lands on the IL again. Uh, Fun fact, deGrom is actually Italian for hurt. I don't know if you knew that or not. Uh, you can go. You can look it up. You can look it up. It's in there. It's in the book. It's in the book. Uh, dude. This dude, man. When when Degrom is healthy, he's damn near unhittable. He is legitimately one of the best, if not the best, pitcher in baseball when healthy. But the dude cannot stay healthy. It is super frustrating. And, you know, you, you you spend all that money and you put all that faith in him. And, and the Rangers are playing good baseball. They're actually playing like a good baseball team right now. But, damn, this dude, I, I'm curious. like, let's see. Uh, let me pull up his stats. I wonder how many games. Here we go. Baseball reference. Let's check that out. Let's look at his little staty stat line. Let's take a gander. <sighs> Jacob Degrom, uh, here you go. Um, games started since 2020. I mean, obviously there's a bubble season mixed in, but he's started 12 games, 15 games, 11 games, and now six games, and he's hurt again. It's just it's ridiculous, and to show you like the dominance, um, I mean, you can see. Look, a gold is the career total indicates an all time career record. He's averaging five, almost five point four strikeouts, uh to walk, strikeout to walk ratio. It's pretty crazy. I, I just when healthy, the man is insane, right? There was the bubble season, which was twenty twenty, right? Yeah, hundred four strikeouts. Uh, and he started 12 of those games and before that he was he was all right you know 22 30 24 31 pretty much through 2019 with the Mets no problems since then damn so um yeah one of the most dominant pitchers in baseball and for the Rangers is uh added again on the uh on the deal uh, Nathan Uvalde might end up the ace of the Rangers rotation that's a good point that is a good point. One of the best, uh, one of the best ever when he's healthy. Oh, 100% Taco, 100%. Yeah, but just, dude, stay healthy. Uh, the, the Taco uh, also said maybe a bullpen roll in his future. It's such a weird thing, right? Like, it's rare, rare you'll see guys bounce back and forth between the two, right? Like, <coughs> Smolty did it, Eckersley did it. Uh, Billy Wagner did it, where they go from starters to relievers, or you know, you'll see some guys as rookies maybe come up and pitch some bullpen until there's a spot for them in the rotation. All that Hunter Brown with the Astros most recently, but guys like I mean, guys like Jacob Degrom, I guess if you want to extend his career, that's something you would do. But I don't know. I mean, it's a whole. I don't. I don't have the 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 statistical details of Jacob DeGrom, like, I'd like to see what is his early inning uh, numbers versus, you know, middle to late inning numbers, and how does he start versus how does he finish, and all that shit kind of matters, you know, if you got guys that are slow starters, put them in the bullpen, that's just, that's just, you're inviting danger and struggle bus, so, um, yeah, Daniel, Daniel Norris did rotate it a lot, oh, for real? Okay, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's not it's not unheard of, but what's unheard of is when you got an ace the caliber of DeGrom doing it. Some guys make the move permanently to extend their career like Smoltz did, but I don't know. I mean, how old is DeGrom? DeGrom is Okay, what the hell? Uh 34. Be 35 uh, in June. I mean that's you know he certainly has uh, uh, time um we just don't know if his body will hold up. So hey yo what's up Jamal? See <laughs> Justinification here, man. What's up E3? Thank you for hanging in, man. Uh welcome. Let's see uh more on the uh sports headlines. Uh Jimmy Butler is getting treatment on his ankle. He is still iffy for game 2. And I'm going to tell you right now, man, the heat why well, my voice cracked right th- the heat oh man the heat why well, I-, I tell you what when i go through puberty it's gonna be great And just kind of fucked up i get pimples my voice cracks i'm a fucking 10 year old up here um hey what's up stephen luther good to see you buddy um but yeah the, the the heat need jimmy butler if ever there was a team in this uh hey yo mr jones thank you for the follow me Mr. Mr. Jones, we've got a follow going on. All right, that was awful. I am so sorry, chat. I I am so sorry. I did that, uh, Mr. Jones. I, that's who I blame. You know what? Don't be named Mr. Jones. You show up as Mr. Smith. I don't sing. I probably recite some uh, Matrix lines, but that's it. Anyways, if there's, can you think of a, another team in uh, left in the NBA playoffs that needs their superstar more? I mean, there's talks like, can Philly hold their own without Joel Embiid? Yeah, I think they can. Like, I think they can. Hey, yo, what's up, Papa Bane? Can, uh, could Phoenix fade losing Durant? Yeah, I think they could. For a while. I mean, not permanently. Um, you know, can the nuggets, can the spicy nugs, the tasty nugs, can they fade losing, um, Jokic? Well, I mean, hell, you saw how Jamal Murray played in game one versus the Suns. Yeah, they probably could. I mean, no, probably not. You got to have the MVP. Maybe so, though. I I mean, maybe so. Um, but when you look at who's left, man, that's, it's, it is a, um, you have got to have your superstar in Miami. Especially with no Tyler Hero. So I, you know, it's like uh it's like Tyron Liu was talking about once the Clippers got bounced. Take take the two stars off of any team left in the in the playoffs or any team in the playoffs and see how well they do. Because that's the battle that they were fighting uh, with the Clippers. So Butler better do everything he can do to get healthy and get on the court. He did play. He did finish the game, but you know how sprains are. Sometimes you can just like keep it warm and, and finish and get you. But then once it cools down and you stop playing and running and you rest on it, it gets worse. So, um, you know, and I'm not a doctor. I <laughs> uh, I did finish two years at community college, so I'm practically a doctor. Um, yeah, you know, it's like I'm, I'm like a one fourth doctor. You know what I mean? Like, look, you know, like some people will be like, oh, I'm 132nd Cherokee Indian. (laughs) Okay. It's like, uh, yeah, it's like me. I'm, uh, I got two years of college. I'm a fourth of a doctor. Does that count? Can I, can I claim that? You know what I mean? I think I can. I think I can. I seriously, like I'm a fourth of the way to being a doctor. Boom. Suck it, nerds. Yo, what's up, Chan? Holy shit, you got Chan? Signing up in this hole. What's up? Uh, I got a growth I need checked out. Uh, when can I book my appointment? Oh, boo-boo. Just text me, baby. Mm. <laughs> Just send a text. Oh, God. Chan. Oh, Lord. Um, Jimmy's the most underrated superstar in the NBA, in my opinion. You know, I talked about that last week, uh, Justin. I brought that up because I was like, You feel like Jimmy Butler, and it was actually Thursday when I had Joel Blank from ESPN 97.5, former co-host of mine on uh, Usual Suspects, former Rockets director of broadcasting, huge NBA guy. If you're into NBA, you got to tune in on Thursdays at 4.15 Central Time, Houston Time. Um, We get into it, and it's great, great insight. Um, But yeah, we talked about that. I'm like, Jimmy Butler is one of the most underrated or unheralded superstars because I know he's had help and I know he's had some depth there. But what him and Eric Spolster have done has just been outstanding. You know, it's just been um it it it's it's impressive. And I know he's got good depth, but when you talk about superstar status, there's only there's only one superstar on that team. So uh yeah, I much props to Jimmy Butler. Is Jimmy really a superstar? Yes, and Joel said Joel had a good point. You know, if <clears throat> Jimmy definitely shows up when the lights are the brightest, he's when it comes playoff time. He's a dog, a dog of all dogs. He's not like, you know, he's not he's not MVP contender every single season during the regular season. Um, but you take Jimmy Butler off the Heat, and what are they? What are they? It's probably still pretty good because Eric Spolstra is a oh, genius. Yes, I'm an Eric Spolstra stand. Okay. It's my guy. It's my guy. Eric Spolstra is my. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, shit. Steelers head coach. Why am I. God dang it. Why am I drawing a blank? Anyways, that's who I stand in the NBA. Y'all know I got my stands. Uh, I stand for uh, 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 Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. In uh in the NFL, love that dude as a coach. And Eric Spolster is my Mike Tomlin in the NBA now. Love that dude. Yeah, thank you, CC. So um yeah, I I I think Jimmy is a superstar, but I don't think that uh, we it, it's not as uh, he's not one of those. You know, and there's there's a tier right. Like there's there's um generational talent superstars like LeBron. LeBron's a generational talent. Now, we may have to have this discussion as Steph, especially after he just dropped 50, dropped a 50-burger on the Kings and sent them packing. Um, never been done before in a game seven in the NBA. Never been done before. And it was efficient 50, too. Well, like he was jacking up 1,000 threes just to get to 50 points. Uh, it was dominant. So now we got to start having that question, and they were talking about it on sit down or get out or shut up or whatever the show is. I don't remember the name, but, uh, you know, they were like, is, is Steph Curry, the greatest point guard of all time? It's like, okay, well now hold hold, hold on. Okay. Yes. He's the greatest shooter of all time. He's not really a point guard because he's a guard, right? Like we are in the positionless era. We're in the era of groupings, wings, bigs, guards, perimeter players. You know what I mean? Like the shooters scorers. There's no longer a point guard, shooting guard. Oh, you can shoot? Sorry, can't run point. Oh, you're tall? Get down there by the basket. Yeah, They don't give a shit about that anymore. So, I I, I mean, I know they've got to put the PG next to his name because they put the SG next to Clay, right? Isn't Clay a shooting guard? I'm pretty sure. But anyways, I mean, he's not by definition a point guard. Hey, yo, Papa Bay, I see your shoe check, homie. I got you. Uh they're pretty nice today let me get through this and then I'll, I'll do it um but yeah he's he's uh he's one of the best guards in at least in the you know previous 50 years or whatever. he's probably the greatest shooter of all time which i guess you got to put up there as elite best ever type dude uh so yeah it's uh it's a discussion we have to have so i mean like yeah Steph is, there's generational, there's superstar, and yes, Jimmy Butler is a superstar. That's a long way to get to that. Uh, Chan said, Spolstra has done a good job with Miami Post dynasty. I know he didn't get a ton of credit during the championship runs. Yeah, exactly. And that's what changed my tune, Chan. Funny enough, oddly enough, I was always like, I was kind of a Eric Spolstra hater. Because it was during that whole LeBron disgusting, um, I almost said Paul Bosch. Um, Bosh, uh, Wade, James era. You know what I mean? And um, I didn't give Spolster enough credit. But then when that broke up and it was just kind of this ragtag figuring it out era, Spolster still held his own. Spolster still did a damn good job with scraps basically after that era. And now with Jimmy Butler and a cast of really solid role players and young budding stars Stars, not superstars, but you know, um, he has proven his mettle as a as a head coach. So uh thank you, Matt Hawk. I'm gonna do that shoe check right now. How about that? Booking a point with me for what, mustache rides? For a month? Mu- I don't think so. No, thank you. He especially shows up and shows out for Rachel Nichols. Does he? Uh best player on the team, yes. Best superstar is more than that. Amos, are you saying you don't think Jimmy Butler's a superstar? Bro, what are you watching? What are you watching? What are you watching? He's a dog. Dick Willie said, Pop over Spolstra. Well, and now I got to fight you. I said, put some respect on his name. No, I get it. Pop is, Pop is going to go down as one of the greatest head coaches of all time. But here's my point about this. And damn it, I'm sticking to it. I don't give a shit. What y'all say, um, once Pop didn't have any super duper stars, once he didn't have the Tim Duncan's of the world, and I get it, nobody's winning with that roster, I get it. But Spolstra has kept the Heat competitive damn near every year, even in the lean years. You can't say the same about Pop and the Spurs. Now, granted, he was keeping them competitive in the East versus the West. I get all that. But at the end of the day, go back and look at some of the teams that Eric Spolster has taken to the playoffs. You're like, oh, not a great cast of characters. But yet and still, uh, he just keeps doing it. Let me see. I'm going to pull up his coaching record here. Here's his Wikipedia page. I don't know why I said it like that. All right, here we go. Spolstra. There you go. Eric Spolstra. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, He played for what? Tuss Hurting? Oh, damn. My tuss is hurting. Bring me some tussing. Uh, he was a heat assistant from 97 to 2008. He's been the um, head coach of the Heat since 2008. It's pretty damn good. Two-time NBA champion. Um, all-star head coach, coach of the year, co-coach of the year, 2017, top 15 coaches in NBA history. Um, where did it go? Let's, I want to see his coaching record by year. There we go. There we go. Um, here we go. First round in my first, first year in Miami playoffs, 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 title, title play. uh, So he's only, he's only not been to the playoffs three times in his career. In, my, in 2014, 2015, they, they only won f- uh, 45% of their games. They were third in the, in the Southeast. Uh, they were 500 in 2016, 2017, and they were about 39 and 43 in 2018, 2019. Other than that, he's lost in the finals twice. No, I'm sorry. He's been to the finals one, two, three, four, five times. The NBA Finals five times, won two of them. Bro, that's really good. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see what they is. So this was lost in the first round, lost in the conference finals. Uh, let's just pick up a random team. Lost in the conference semifinals. Uh oh, I just lost that window, and I don't know what you know what this team is made of. Let's just uh, let's look. Let's see who else was. Let's see who was on this team. Give me the lineup, bitch. Oh, this is all of the, I just want the, I just want the, uh, here we go. What did we say? Conference semis, 2015, 2016. There we go. Here we go. Don't you know? So, yeah, that was, uh. oh, Chris Bosch, He was hurt. It looks like injured. I don't know how many games he played. Um, This was, there was Wade there still. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne Wade was still there. Uh, Udonis Haslam, Chris Bosh, Luau Dang, Goran Dragic, Gerald Green. What's up, Gerald? Uh, Yeah, Joe Johnson, Tyler Johnson, Johnson & Johnson, uh, Brad Johnson. He had all the Johnsons. I mean, like, this is not, and these are not like, oh, Amari Stoudemire, not in his prime Amari Stoudemire. And, uh, yeah, so. I just just go do that. I'm not going to d- dedicate a whole show to defending Eric Spolstra, but the dude got phenomenal results um, for his uh, for some of the teams that he's had. So don't sleep on him. Yeah, and he was gifted LeBron and Shaq to win titles. Um, I mean that's like saying Pop was gifted Tim Duncan and David Robinson and on and on and on. Like. That's like, are you are you saying that about Phil Jackson, Dick Willie? Is Phil Jackson not one of the greatest coaches of all time? I mean, you know, Red Arbach with Wilt, like Pat Riley, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you get great players, you're gonna get great results. You know what I mean? You get great results. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. There's just no way you're gonna talk me out of this. I, I you're not you're not going to. Uh, convince me that Eric Spolster is not one of, if not the best coach right now in the NBA. It's not going to happen. Save your breath. Uh, All right. uh, Doc Rivers said, Joel Embiid is likely doubtful, which is a weird way to put it. Just say doubtful. He's likely doubtful. What? Uh, For game one versus the Celtics. Can the Sixers beat the Celtics without Joel Embiid for the series? No. I don't think so. James Harden ain't enough. James Harden ain't it. They got some dogs over there that, you know, they're, They've got some depth on that Sixers team, but they ain't they ain't beating that Boston team. Ain't no way. All right, let's do the shoe check real quick. Hold on. I didn't forget you, Papa Bane. So, I'm wearing my uh, – I miss my dude, Whiskey Pete. I miss my dude, Whiskey Pete, and um, so I'm rocking his shirt today and loving – <laughs> I mean, he didn't die, but our, our friendship did. Kind of. I mean, I don't <laughs> – I don't hear from him much anymore. You know, he's he's a big timer now. He's out in Atlanta doing things with big time comedians. He don't have time for us, it's fledgling, comedy fuckface comics anymore. Uh but this is what I'm wearing, so I'm rocking the black and the gray. So I threw on the uh, the black and white, uh, mid Air Force ones. Yeah, these look weird too. I think I think it's a weird looking shoe. But there you go. There's the. Yeah, and I hate it because my that little that little like scuff that's from my chair. I hate that. I gotta and then I don't ever clean it. But they just announced this year's whiskey social. Yeah, I saw that, Nick. I'll probably work it again uh, if Chris needs me to. Okay. Just drop my shoe. You know, I'll just take it off. Um. Yeah, I've, I've worked the last two. It's exhausting, but I, I have a good time, so I'll probably work it again. Money's money. All right, here's here's the last um, group of sports headlines. And then we're going to get into the NFL draft hot and heavy. So stay tuned, bucko. Broncos have picked up the uh, fifth year option for rookie Jerry Judy. Judy's going to make about 12.5, 12, 12 million or so, 12.5. But the Broncos said they were committed to him, even though they j- did draft a receiver. Look, you can't. Some people try to make a big deal out of it. Like, oh, well, mm, writing's on the wall. I mean, bro, you got to draft people. You got to draft the best available. That doesn't mean anything. Like, do you think that the Texans don't like Quisenberry at center because they drafted two centers? Probably so. It doesn't, but that's not always the case. Yes, I don't think it's, it's not an indictment on Jerry Judy that they went out and grabbed another receiver. Just, you got to stack up. You got to get weapons and you got to build a roster. So uh, Jerry Judy, fifth year option. I wish Jeff Bell was here to tell us whether he thinks that's a Good, good, uh, a good idea or not to uh, opt into the fifth year? I think so. You gotta have something for Russ. I mean, you had to give up all of the major weapons. You had to get Russ. You, you needed to keep Judy. Sources are saying that the NFL plans to release the schedule on May 11. <gasps> That's our anniversary. <laughs>
1: Do
0: you know what today is? It's our skedjiversary. It's a skedjiversary. <sighs> I got to stop singing. I swore I'd never sing in public. And now I do it in like a, a like I care, like I don't care. And I shouldn't. Uh Black Spot and Zebra said, "What'd you get me?" I got you. Oh, hold on. You're going to love this. Here it goes right here. I got it in this bag. Oh, there it is. There. This is what I got you, Chan. I don't know. I. What do you get the man that has everything, Chan? I don't know. Big, fat, juicy hug. I don't know. I was just remembering what happened, D-Dub, not defending anyone. Oh, Dick, Willie, and Catfish are arguing. <laughs> Fine. Leave me out of it. Stop atting me. I can't read all those goddamn words, Dick. There's too many words on the screen. Snoop trying to buy a hockey team? Is he really? That's weird. Um. All right, last thing on the list. Well, two more on the list here. So we're going to get our our NFL schedules on May 11, um, which is also our anniversary of the show. Three years. That's going to be cool. Um. I don't have anything planned for it. We're not going to do anything special. I'm just going to be like, hey, man. What's up? 11 years ago today, I was sad. And, you know, kind of still am. But, yeah, it's whatever um the here's the thing this is what mines was talking about earlier mines has already left mines are you here i bet mines isn't here anymore he left well i didn't i didn't read every one of his caps messages so he's like fuck you then laminate not gonna read all my caps messages i mean i don't think y'all know how many messages come in uh that try to keep up with in fact let's see how many is there per page one two three 20 per page. There's already 14 pages of messages. There's, there's been 280 chat messages since this show started. It's hard to read them all. I, I do my best. Got to catch them, though. And then there's a lot of words. So don't get angry if I don't read every single one of your chat messages all the time. It's never personal. I I, I grab what I can. <clears throat> Potts said I want the coyotes to... <laughs> CZ said 281. Well done, CZ. Well done uh I, w- I just want the coyotes to move to h town uh i mean coyotes are a real problem oh here we go God goddamn what's up dubs don't you start dubs what's up catfish good to see you buddy uh who else did i miss somebody got here that i missed saying hello to <clears throat> oh well I'll, I'll figure it out i mean coyotes are a problem already you know what i mean they keep finding 18 wheelers in this town with dead people in the back because they're running them over here across the border so we don't need any more coyotes in houston um, no, it's a problem. Uh, but the Panthers are actually limiting tickets. And this is hilarious to me. It's also genius. Okay. It's also genius, but they're like, the, so the, the Toronto Maple leaves, apparently I just, I read this. I'm not like, Oh, look at all my hockey Heck knowledge. Yeah. Y'all know I ain't got no damn hockey knowledge. Oh, snap. <laughs> Sager just for 15
1: months.
0: Those people over there. Thank you, Mr. Sager. Welcome back to the show. Good to see. Podge says I hate it here.
1: You hate it here?
0: Like, why do you hate it here, Podge? Why do you hate it here? Um, because of my stupid coyote joke. It's whatever. Where do the coyotes play now? Where? What are they? Is that like the are they like the Arizona Coyotes? What are they like? What are they like? The, like the, I mean, what kind of coyote was What was it? Coyotes. Uh, Which one are they? I don't know. Let's see. NHL coyotes. I'll notice. Oh, it is the Arizona coyotes. So they play in Phoenix. Because I'm guessing if it's Arizona. Oh, yeah. Tempe, Glendale, Scottsdale, Deldale. All the Dales uh yeah okay so did they not get support in phoenix probably not it's a it's a goddamn desert town no one gives a shit about hockey in a desert town spoiler alert no one gives a shit about hockey in a hot ass humid traffic town that's houston Uh, All right, but what the Panthers are doing, let me explain this. This is hilarious. So the Panthers, the Toronto Maple Leafs apparently are known to travel well and support their team. They're huge supporters of the Leafs. And if you take what Mines had said earlier, and again, Mines didn't check in, so now I know he's not here. And I'm going to have to fuss at him next time. Like, Mines, you don't get to pop in, Bogart the chat, put all your Caps messages in here, and then be like, read all my messages and then fucking leave when I don't. It's not fair to everybody else who waits patiently for me to ignore their messages. But um Maple Leaves are known to travel well. So the Panthers have said that in order to buy tickets, you have to be, you have to be uh, uh in the US. So they're not letting anyone, they're not letting anyone out with an with a, with an address outside of the US buy tickets. Ain't that about a bitch? Now, if I'm a Leafs fan, oh, I'm double, I'm double pissed. So now I'm calling somebody that lives in America, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Bubble, hey, Bubble, uh, can I use your address?" And then they like validated on their credit card, so I'd be like, "Hey, Bubba, yeah, go on and use your little uh, Alabama credit card and buy them tickets for me." I don't know why this wouldn't be a Canadian person, but yeah, I was just buy them like, screw you. I'm going. PP-Dub said, close the northern border. You've got to stop letting all of these maple syrup, sticky-fingered sons of bitches cross the border with their happy-go-lucky demeanor and manners and th- thought and caring of human beings. Get out of here! I mean, I know. I think their reputation is a little over the top. I mean, especially when you consider what they were doing to some kids, uh, some indigenous peoples in Canada. It wasn't pretty. Uh, They've got some skeletons in their closet, too. Uh, Chance that I'm sure some Leafs fans have a winter house in Florida. That's probably a thing, too. Yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. CeCe said ketchup chips. I saw that on the Discord. Is that where they're from? Did did Canada? Canada? What the fuck was that? What was the Cananada? Did I just come up with a new country? Did Cananada? What? <laughs> that was awful. Cananada. Okay. I don't deserve to talk hockey anymore. Anyway, so you have to have a US address to buy tickets. <coughs> Excuse me. To the uh Panthers game. Pretty hilarious. Pretty 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 pretty. And uh, lastly, the uh, Seattle Kraken, second year in the league. Second year in the league. Seattle Kraken have won their first playoff series and do so in beating. Jeff Bell, where are you at? Stand up, Jeff Bell. Take it like a man. The Seattle Kraken beat the Colorado Avalanche. The defending Stanley Cup champion. Colorado Avalanche. I mean, this is the equivalent. I mean, this is the equivalent of a second-year NHL team beating a defending Stanley Cup champion. I mean, that's, that's, that's what happened. So that's the equivalent. Uh, <laughs> Justin said I cried. Did you really? Have you? Are you like a diehard um, Avalanche fan now that you've moved? Are you? I mean, which hey, I get it. I'd go to the games and, and check it out and see if I could get into it. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah. Kraken beat I mean, so we've had two big upsets. Panthers beat the Bruins, Kraken beat the abs. How's that going to affect the rest of the the NHL playoffs? I have no idea. It's gonna be interesting. Hey yo, what's up, Doctor Dreal two ninety? Thanks for being here, buddy. Welcome in, welcome in. Hope you uh having a good day uh was it not so funny what what don't know what that means uh yeah the, I don't know about the 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 ketchup chips though I didn't know I didn't think that was a Canadian thing I thought that was just like a Lay's potato chips thing Ugh. and Jen said I love ketchup chips like that's disgusting that is truly disgusting like, do you take, Jen, do you take chips and dip them in ketchup? And then, like, Jen, that's the whitest thing I've ever heard you do. That is, without a doubt, the whitest thing ever. Like, I'm, I am just like, what is happening? That's weird. I mean, that is just weird. Uh, Justin said, I never watched the full game of hockey until last year and I am absolutely a diehard now. It's insane how ingrained it is in the culture up here. Oh yeah. I could see that. I could see that. I could see that. It'd be like moving here from someplace that doesn't have a baseball team. Yeah. You're going to get wrapped up in Astros fever, right? You'll be like, I- I'll give it all to me. Oh, i will nom not. Nom. I need them. I need them. I need them gold jerseys. I need that free uh, mattress. I need. I need all that. I need that Abreu not driving and runs shit. I need all that. Jin said no. That would be gross. Oh, that's where you draw the line. You'll eat ketchup infused potato chips, but you won't eat potato chips dipped in ketchup. What if it was room temperature, like warm, instead of cold? I mean, what's the difference? It's fucking. It's ketchup flavor. It's just tomatoes. Would you slice a tomato and put it on a ruffles? No, you wouldn't. It's gross. So why would you have ruffles? I mean, tomato flavored chips. It's disgusting. Would you put diced tomatoes on a baked potato? No, it's gross. I can't think of any scenario when tomatoes and potatoes, other than the fact that they sound similar, would go together. Sorry. And I know that's discriminatory, but that is so gross. Gross. Good Lord. Uh, Clarence just posted, I put my hands up on your hips. When I dip, you dip, we dip. I just... Okay, listen. You guys get out of here with your logic, all right? this there's. I don't know how many times I've had to explain this to y'all, there's no room for logic on this show. Don't come at me with french fries and ketchup. You did not think I didn't think of that? Hmm? Of course I did. Ketchup on hash browns? Also, that's super gross. Don't do that. But hash browns aren't potatoes. They're hash browns, right? French fries aren't potatoes. They're French fries, but it's literally they're not called potato fries and they're not called potato browns, but they're called potato chips. I got nothing. Um, our top said logic. We don't need that here. Exactly. Take what he said, do. Barry in Idaho. I kid you not. At gas stations, uh, people put all kinds of stuff on baked potatoes, ketchup, chili cheese, even ice cream. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Tater tots. No, because they're not called potato patats. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> oh, that was stupid. Potato patats. They're called tater tots. It's not the same thing. It's not a potato. It's an amalgamation of a potato. Okay? It's like a transformer potato. <laughs> and then it's something else, but it's not a goddamn potato. All right? Potts. Potch is booing me. Potch, shut up. I don't need your comedy judgment, okay? I don't need your stupid, dumb comedy ear judging me in the chat when I make jokes. I do what I do. If I had to worry that somebody would judge my jokes every time, we wouldn't have a goddamn show. Uh, All right, total dials. You're just looking for attention. Just looking for attention an amalgamation of a man oh says the redhead <laughs> yeah it's a known fact redheads are a product of inbreeding so i'm the amalgamation of a man okay all right daddy uncle guy because you're just because your parents are your are siblings all right <laughs> um uh Ban Potts, says. Some restaurants serve fresh hot potato chips with ice cream to dip in. That's disgusting. At
1: total underscore Dallas for ruining zebra cakes. <laughs> Potts
0: is such a dick. Potts just timed out Total Dallas. I didn't even, like, read it because it was so stupid. It was so dumb I didn't read it, but here goes Potts just such a dick. Total Dallas said, dipping zebra cakes in ketchup. I mean, look, let's all be honest, chat. Can we all just... He just earned it. This is the stupidest shit you'll see posted all day. And trust me, I'm on page 18 of chat messages. There's been some dumb shit posted already. And said by yours truly. That was the stupidest. That's so funny. Potch is like, nope, you're done. Wind it up, you're done. Fuck you, Hunter and Total Dallas. <sighs> uh, Dick Willie said masked potatoes and ketchup. And I'm pretty sure he meant mashed but, um, no, not doing it, not doing it. Um, all right. Uh, I'm coming up in about, well, right now I uh, will just do it now, but I do want to talk NFL draft. And once uh, our segment with Jenny's mom is completed, we're going to do an absolute complete recap of the draft. I'm going to specifically talk Houston Texans, but if you do have questions, get those in, in the queue right now. I have draft talk from, uh, the Mad Hawk show and Eric Resendez. Uh, Mad Hawk Show wants to ask, or he asked Hendon Hooker going to the Lions. Do you think Jared Goff will give him playing time? And then Eric Resendez put hashtag Draft Talk Xavier Hutchinson round six wide receiver and Tank Dell round three Texans adding more weapons. I like that. Um, so we're gonna address both of those as well. Uh, but. Before we get to that, ladies and gentlemen, as she does every single week right here on Barry on Deck, joining me on the program is a woman who, well, um, she was nice enough to carry me around for nine months in her body and, uh, you know, didn't even, it wasn't like uh, she expected anything in return other than for me to get out of her body. After about nine months, and apparently, according to legend, uh, I didn't want to. I just decided to uh, hold up and, you know, homestead it and be like, "Nope, I live here now." And, uh, anyways, you guys welcome to the program, my mother, Jenny's mom. Hello, mother. Welcome to the show. Hello. Um, Hi. <laughs> uh, that's true, oh, right? Like so you were bad. in labor for like something like ninety-three weeks. No. Or something?
1: Thirty six hours. Is that a lot? You wouldn't wake. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. It's trust really? me.
0: What is it? <laughs> yeah. You're like, trust me. That's a long time to have your feet in the air. You're like, get out of my body. Oh, were you God, like mad? You were, were you like, fuck this kid? Did you like? Did you I don't free? know. Like, you were just like, it bring took in the coat forever. Hanger.
1: Bring in a coat hanger. I'm they, sick <laughs> they shit. That made me get up and walk around. What? And, You'd have dropped get- me on the floor like I was a test That's right. baby. That's right. I would have been happy to also. <laughs> Doctor Tracy thirty-six hours. Good God, was that is that true? It's very true. Yeah, I went in. uh went in an after in the morning, and I was there all day. And we didn't get very far. And then they stopped me. And then they made me walk. And then they started it again. And then they so made me were- walk anyway. <laughs> you were born the next morning
0: so you you were late in the no bed. late the afternoon yeah, i was like
1: i think i was born at 8 p.m i think it so yeah you yeah. were
0: in bed feet up legs spread no duck, you're not doing that labor
1: in oh <laughs> no that's okay. not till you get ready to deliver barry oh, okay
0: <laughs> well so the, the labor was just you're just
1: <clears throat> trying to do the breathing and yeah yeah okay. yeah 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 gotcha. by yourself you know back then they wouldn't let anybody in the Deliver- well, I mean, in the labor, he's an
0: asshole. Let's nah, he would. Dad he's Dad too chicken. Good.
1: But I mean, you yeah. know, it'd been nice to have somebody in there Dad with would, me for all Dad those would, hours. There was no
0: way Dad was, especially during <laughs> delivery. Dad would have thrown up and passed out. Oh God. yeah, he
1: would have never made it through the delivery. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I heard he was a puss oh, changing diapers. I heard he was a low podcast when it came to changing diapers, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. Um, hey, you know what happened to me Saturday night? Did you get a DWI? No, but I got stopped by a cop on the way home. Oh, I was scared to death. (gasps) Okay, first of all,
0: hold on, hold on, let's set the scene, let's set the scene. Uh Saturday night was comedy night at Hop Scholar Ale House. We do it once a quarter. And uh by the way, next show July 29, T. Sean Shannon and Andy Huggins going to be in the house. Tickets will be up oh, and, I'll be there. and ready to go uh this week hopefully. Jenny's mom shows up as always to support and help if needed, but yeah, it was a slow night. We didn't sell out, so it wasn't super busy. So she just came and uh, hung out with the deckheads and, and sat at the table with. Uh, I did,
1: and it's their fault because they gave me all the wine. And
0: warm. Robert likes beer, and they're they're two better halves, right? Better and halves. Yes. They bought how many how many bottles of wine? Three. I, I don't believe? know. They
1: bought. I don't know, but every time I looked down, I had wine in my glass. I ordered one glass of wine. Okay. And funny thing was, when I left and got halfway home, I remembered I didn't close my tab out. And I thought, oh my God, Barry is going to be so embarrassed. Did you close it yesterday? No, I turned around and went back. Oh. And I closed my tab out. Where the hell was I? I don't know. I had a separate tab from you, I guess. I went back and closed out my tab. I
0: didn't see you come back.
1: Yeah, I did. I think you were talking to somebody. I came back and I paid my tab, put my tip on there, everything. Got back in the car. If I hadn't done that, I probably wouldn't have got the ticket. But anyway, yeah. I'm scooting on home, going down the the main road there off of Rayford, and I was going forty three and a thirty, not good. And the minute I saw that policeman, man, I took my foot off that gas, but it was way too, too late. late. But anyway, and then I passed him, and I thought, "Oh, good, I got it." He didn't, he didn't see it, so I got up to the stop sign, turned the corner, and here he came after me. And then the lights came on. Anyway, it was a lady police officer. She's oh, very nice.
0: They never let you off,
1: but I, she never. No.
0: specifically have a vendetta. App. Never. You know you never get ladies off. Ladies are never gonna let you off. That's the rule.
1: I know, but you know, I've been let off a couple of times. That crying bullshit <laughs> only works with male cops, mom. You can't get this pulled over by a lady cop and be like,
0: ah, ha, ha, ha. "They won't do that." Now, as a man, I'll cry
1: to a lady cop. I will. I'll, I'll see if it
0: works. I don't give a shit. I'll be
1: like, <laughs> "If this this lady was so nice, and nice I apologize, man. but anyway." So now I'm so did going you smell
0: like wine. Were you like,
1: oh. oh, Barry, I was petrified that she was going to say, okay, get out and walk a line. And I thought, how much wine did I have? I know I had a glass and then Chris girlfriend kept filling my glass up. So it wasn't too much. I was fine, but she never, she never said anything that yeah. I was like, Whew. man, I can just see me. I can just see me calling Paul to bond me out of wow. jail for a DWI or something.
0: Oh my god.
1: That well, was not um, smart.
0: So you uh you, you 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 got you did get a ticket
1: though. Yep. I so, got the well, ticket. You said but I can take nice. defensive driving. Yeah, well. I can course. take I was I can take defensive driving. You said driving. she was nice. But anyway, anyway a my, nice, my, my, a my nice cop would have let you go or gave you a warning. Most of them do, but I think when you're like I've been caught on that same street going 10 miles over the speed limit, you think I'd learn. But this was 13 on radar. So this, is, so. uh,
0: this is a pattern of behavior, I believe, is the correct law. It's course, a very bad pattern. This is,
1: uh, I didn't tell Paul. <laughs> I didn't oh, tell Paul until, like, Monday. Oh, I was and say, I said, oh, so by, by the my, way. I was just about
0: to text him. You're like, hey, Paul.
1: <laughs> did, you, uh, did you know,
0: Jenny? And was, I by said, the way, Mom, Buzz driving is drunk driving. I don't know if you've seen all the ads.
1: I know, but... Well, how'd you get home? I drove. Well, you said you drove in the morning. Well, you weren't
0: sober. Yes, I was. I was stone cold. So I was the most sober person there. (laughs) I was 100% sober. Yes. i I can't believe. I won't do it. I I won't risk it. I should. I'd call Nora or Uber before
1: I drove drunk. Well, I really only had. I probably had a glass and a half of wine over the four hours. So that wasn't too bad. No, really. That was all. So it wasn't too bad. I mean, I knew, I knew that I would pass any kind of test she gave me, but just the horror of it was like, can you, can oh you my do, gosh, I had a glass of wine.
0: Don't they do like, okay, so like you gotta do this. And then it like recite your ABCs backwards. I'd be like, well, first of all, I'm dyslexic. So that's pretty. Well,
1: <laughs> first of all, as an old person who can stand forward. on one foot, Right and hold their balance, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Be like, sweetie, I got a bad back and bad ankles and a bad <laughs> knee, and I got I got loose I hips and I um, have you know, vertigo. I can't, I got vertigo <laughs> and arthritis and uh, oh uh, god and polio and scoliosis. I can't do that. There you go. Yeah, just I just <laughs> rattle all that shit off and be like, oh, you don't you think I'm lying? Not. Prove it. Um, drunk it was not, why then didn't I... Barry drive Jenny home? Because Jenny, that's was what fucking I adult, to know. And Barry's a fucking adult <laughs> and Barry had shit to do after the show and not do after the show. And one of the not do's was drive Jenny home.
1: It's, it's Robert different. and Chris's fault. I a hundred percent agree. hundred agree. agree. Had you been hanging out <laughs> with me, you
0: would have drank water and like a responsible adult. Also, uh,
1: exactly if you were wrong. sober, you were
0: just speeding. So it's not their fault.
1: And then I got up the next morning and my car wouldn't start. So it's not a good, it went what downhill the from the show. Well, the battery was gone. So I had to go buy a battery. That was $130. And oh it's like, God. gee, now I got to take defensive driving. Yeah,
0: that you <sighs> fucked that all up.
1: Well, I'm just proud of I you did. for not
0: getting arrested. Uh, and <gasps> But boy, oh, oh boy. Barry. I would have never let you hear the end of it if you would have gotten a DW. Oh, I, have, I know. Oh my God. I know. I could just see my I'd be a jailbird. No, I could just see you being like, uh, hey, do you want to go to the Rockets game? I'd be like, yeah, you want me to pick you up? <laughs> no, I'll drive. <laughs> I have to blow start it. Start the car if you blow into your steering wheel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are you Gary. ready? <gasps> <laughs> oh, my I'm God. I'm not a drinker. I would it never let you this. hear
0: the end of it. I would just, oh. I
1: know. And you know
0: I'm not a drinker. No, I'm so. definitely not a drinker. <laughs> um, Cece sent in 15. Anyway, bits, I blamed it said, on Chris. Oh, you? Ran, oh, Reyes. Yeah, he said he bought four bottles of wine. That's
1: a lot <laughs> of wine. Oh, wow. That's a lot of wine. Hey, guys. What? That's uh, that's for uh,
0: that's battery money. CC sent you 15 oh. cents for battery money. <laughs> Amos said, "Welcome to the get indicted hot Dine with Barry and Jenny just in here dry snitching <laughs> on themselves." I didn't. I, this, oh. I actually, when I was driving home, I was practicing my ABCs backwards just to see could I do it. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Nailed just in it. case. Like, I'm stone cold sober. Stone cold <laughs> sober. I was like, Z-Y-X-W-U-T-S-R-Q-O-N-M-L. I'm nailing it now. Let's go. I'm telling
1: you. That's all and right. And I right. only had three miles to you go. You know what, you though? I'd be fucked if
0: they made you do, like, uh, equations. They're like,
1: what's, oh, seven, I can do that.
0: what's seven times thirteen? I'd be like, fuck, just take me to jail. Just... <laughs> ninety-one. I don't know. Okay, show off. Ninety-seven. Yeah, me, ninety-seven. No, ninety-one. <laughs> thirteen times seven. You had it right the first time. Are you drunk, ma'am? You had it right the first. She's like ninety-one. No, wait,
1: ninety-four nine. God, f- you know. <laughs> I was so worried that I didn't have my insurance in my glove box, but it did. But I was a nervous wreck, and I was trying not to talk to her like this. You know, I was trying to talk straight ahead because I was afraid she
0: smelled my wine. (laughs) Right? You're
1: like, hello, officer. How are you doing? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. What's wrong? Oh, I just have bad teeth.
0: I'm embarrassed of my teeth.
1: (laughs) It was terrible. That's hilarious. It was. Oh, I mean. I but anyway, I'm glad a, you didn't have to bail me out of jail because I would have called you, not Paul.
0: I don't wish a DWI on you, but God, that would have been hilarious. Oh, and then scary. I can see you in the county jail. Just.
1: Can you imagine me no. getting a? Oh, God, what was that thing? You'd be a hit in the. Jail but anyway, though. I You'd was. Like... I was very. I mean, I had. I I had probably she poured me maybe six ounces. Okay. And so, then I had maybe to rationalize it, another half that. It's okay. No, I mean, a- for four, four hours, I, that's every, why I got in the car. But, I this like chat fine.
0: probably drove drunk this weekend. So don't worry. You're fine. You're amongst peers. Okay. You're amongst oh, peers. Oh, my goodness.
1: That's um
0: awful. Let's see. Uh, Amos said, Oh, nowhere to go. Um, Hardtop said, We have a weekly publication up here called Jailbirds. Can you imagine Jenny getting a front page picture? Front page? Yeah, I could. <laughs> 100 percent No. I would totally compel you out though. But oh my, oh my god, god, I would talk well, shit to you. Thank the whole you, Barry. I would. Thank you. I, I mean, you you, I you know. know, you you tried to push me out of your body for 36 straight hours. It's the least I could do. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. I deserve it. Didn't you tell me that one time, Mom? We're gonna we're gonna get out here in just a second, but didn't you tell me one time you had an outer body experience while you were in labor? Yeah,
1: yeah, I did. I did. Tell me about
0: it. Tell the people. I want to hear this story again.
1: Oh well, it's just that um, you know I was having so, such such a, a a difficult time, and it was it was past the time to do a cesarean. So it was either birth you or you know that I was it. There. Yeah, just... and and I just you know I remembered um, kind of passing out and and just. Seeing lots of lights, hearing this ringing, and lots of lights, and I remember I could just see the whole scene. It was really weird. And, um, but anyway, I finally this little nurse got in my ear and gave me some instructions. But back then, nobody gave you instructions. You didn't do Lamas, You didn't do. You what? just went in and had a baby. No, really? you didn't do anything. No, no I mean, one gave you instructions. Very. I'm seven. I'm seventy-seven or seventy-six. Hold him up. So that 76. was, you know, was when I was twenty four. So it was a long time ago. Now. Yeah, I was there. But anyway, it was, it
0: was May 29th. I, I was
1: there. Yes, I know you were there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it was a weird experience. So you, but saw you yourself, know, they like told you your dad you that I had. They almost lost me. So I guess I don't know if that was a near death so experience or what. But. I almost killed you. You did, Barry. <laughs> In uh, childbirth, yeah, because well, you were too lazy to come into the world. Um, did, did you,
0: um, you said uh, I because uh, I recall you saying you could like you, you saw yourself and the doctors, right? Like it was like you were mm-hmm. hovering above the table and you were looking, I could just down. see the scene. It's like if yeah. you were sitting on the ceiling looking down into the room, <laughs> right? And you could see the doctors and yourself and the bed, and yeah,
1: everything. and it was it's like, like I, I, I just. It's very bright, just bright, bright, and I remember this ringing, and that's probably high blood pressure or something. But it was just this ringing. I could just—it was just weird. Anyway, I was glad to get you out, right. honey this, bunny. This is thats when I said that's cool the last shit. one. You know, is that it? Barry You're couldn't like, even the, get in the world. <laughs>
0: you son of a bitch! Time, i wish they that is the so timeout. perfect. Oh, kiss my. That ass is so both true. Of you. The both of you. Well, Mother, uh, it was great to He's see you He's always
1: been late. Yeah. He's starting the world late. That's hilarious. Oh, gosh. Y'all are funny. Ha-ha. Well. Well, I'll see you tonight. This I'm drunk gonna is going to sign stuff. off. Yeah. All right.
0: Runs <laughs> in the family, you. I mean, there's a lot of, lot of, uh, lot of drunk drivers in our family.
1: I know. Awesome. I I'll be good. I'm never doing that should again. I, I I'm telling you it's Robert and Chris's fault, but.
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah. I I would blame blame those guys as well. Hundred percent. I have to
1: blame somebody. They
0: made you drink those. They forced you they to drink They made them. me.
1: Yeah, that's of course,
0: right. Of course. All right. Well, um, I love you to death. I, I love them anyway. Well, all right. I will. uh, I'll. I will come by tonight after the show. Okay. All right, bye. Mama. Love, love you guys. Jenny is mom. Everybody. <laughs> Joining us every single week as she does. Love it. So much fun. What a fun, fun woman she is. Uh, and I'm telling you, if you're a deckhead, you're in the area and, and it's closer, it's not uh, man. If you come out to hops usually mom is there and you, she hangs out. And, uh, of course, obviously gets drunk and makes terrible decisions. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, come in and, uh, come check out a show and, and meet Jenny's mom as well. So it was Rosa and Katie's fault. Oh, now y'all are going to start blaming the women. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Jen said sounds like we can cancel someone's birthday for getting Jenny lit. Yeah, there's that too. Uh Reyes was giving me shit uh about um um <laughs> us missing his birthday, Jen. So Yeah, I tell him we we would get it fixed this year. Uh what's up, Double Rods? Double Rod says that was awesome. I'm bummed I just caught the last few minutes. Yeah, my mom joins me every Monday at three fifteen to you know, we shoot the shit, have a good time. She's a fun she's a good sport, so uh Man, I wish she would have. I mean, I don't wish that she would have gotten pulled over and arrested for driving while intoxicated, but it would have been pretty goddamn hilarious to go get her. Uh, it sure would have made for a lot of fun this morning uh, on this show. But nonetheless. All right, let's talk some NFL draft. Um, We've got a couple of questions in the queue, and obviously we need to talk of, about the huge huge moves that the Houston Texans made or huge move. I should say a couple of them. I guess the second one was, was huge as well. <sighs> um, but we've, you know, we've got some NBA talk out of the way. We've got some, uh, we got some NHL talking there. we got all those sports headlines. Jenny is mom, but let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's get to the NFL draft and we'll look at some grades too. I want to, I want to take a look at some of these websites that do the grading and just see what, you know, do we agree? Do you, well, you know, we can look at your favorite team and see who what they, what they say on the website, but, but let's start with the Houston Texans. And and in fact, I mean, most of you know, by now, um, but if you didn't hear you living under a rock or maybe you just didn't give a shit or I don't know, maybe you were, uh, just out drinking and driving all weekend, who knows? But, um, if you missed the news, the Texans, one of the most astounding moves that I've seen on a draft day. In years. In fact, I meant to look it up, but I I, I and I quickly did a Google search but couldn't find it. But I was really curious to see, had anyone ever... What's the highest that a team has ever picked back-to-back? Like, And, and basically, if it wasn't 2-3, it would have had to have been 1-2. Duh. So had that ever happened before? Had that ever occurred where a team had the first pick in the draft and moved up to get the second pick, or the second pick in the draft and moved up to get the third pick... Or what was the highest or whatever. So I I, I don't know the answer to that. I probably should look it up or find it out. But I'll tell you this. First reaction was, holy shit. This team is actually doing something good. Now, let's, let's, a couple of things. First things first, when it comes to the Texans moving up. Whether it works out or whether it doesn't remains to be seen. Obviously it takes four or five years to even know if they got it right. Or if they didn't say what you want about CJ Stroud, I wasn't thrilled. I, I don't, you know, I wasn't thrilled with Bryce young either. I, I was like, uh, I was the dude that was, uh, I'd rather just try to try your luck at getting Caleb Williams next year kind of guy, but that was just me. Um, but a lot of talking heads love Stroud loved young. So it, according to them, the Texans got one of the two best quarterbacks of this draft. Okay. But to make the move to three, to get Will Anderson, and there was some discussions of well, the Texans there, there's some infighting going on, right? Like uh, Casario wants Stroud or Young, and D'Amico wants Will Anderson, and and it was Cal that came in and said, "Do them both. We've got the capital." Or what? I don't know that that's the case. I think that's a lot of hearsay. Uh, until I talk to people within the organization, we'll just assume that those folks don't know what they're talking about. That this was all a plan. Uh, put in motion by several people within the organization, not out of infighting, all right? I think it's safe to say that. But the fact that they did it speaks volumes for what where this organization was before this weekend's draft. Because for it to be that stunning of a move, it was stunning to begin with, but coming from an organization who has done nothing but make the wrong move... Over and over and over. The Bill O'Brien era and before and since. It was refreshing to finally go, oh, thank God. Even if it never works out, they checked all the boxes they needed to check on day one. They did exactly what they were supposed to do, which was why it was even more shocking because they never do what they were supposed to do. I told you guys that this. Not only did they had to address positions of need, that was step one in the draft, but they also had to re-energize a fan base that had bailed on them. And they did both, within two picks, within ten minutes, within. Ten, think about that for a second, chat. Within ten minutes of the NFL draft, the Texans went from the laughing stock in this city to re-energizing a city of 6 million people into being excited about their product and their team again. Kudos to the Texans. Such a smart, smart move. Such a smart, smart draft day for them. We can get into the semantics, and we will, of did they overpay? But right now and in the immediate future, it doesn't matter. It's two separate things, really. On the one hand, you got a a potential franchise quarterback. And I was the guy that was like, man, I really want him to spend that second pick on Will Anderson and then get a receiver at 12 and just try to get you, you know, Caleb or something else next year or Lamar. We had all those different discussions. But what they did is they said, we need a quarterback, the most important position on the team. And we need an edge rusher, the most important position on defense, and maybe the second most important position on a football team. And they swung for the fences. They went for it. I mean, if you're going to have all that capital, all that draft capital from the Deshaun Watson trade and others, if you're going to do that, then why not um, use it? And make a splash. You know, it's different if you move up at the end of the first round or you move up in the second round. Or, but when you move up to three, just in and of itself moving up to three is a big deal for teams. But to move up to three when you have the second pick, man. I mean, this is exactly what this franchise needed. They, they addressed the two most important positions on the team. They got guys that could be here for the next decade. So check, check for filling positions of need at the two spot and three spot, but also check the box for re-energizing the fan base. Make it the sexy move. That was the sexy move. That was the play. It was phenomenal. And shout out to uh, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, I believe it was. Shout out to Daniel Jeremiah for predicting that to happen. I even talked about it on the show on Thursday. I was like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Nobody's going to, de- the Texans aren't going to do this. They're the Texans. They're too dumb to do this. They have no pizzazz to do this. They have no flavor to do this. And damn it, if they didn't do it. So what does that mean? Um, I think it signals one thing. What's the what's the big what was the big difference in the draft room? What was the big difference in the war room this weekend? Uh D'Amico Ryans. Same owner, same GM, same front office for the most part. I mean, obviously the coordinators and so forth aren't here anymore. But the difference between the teams prior to the team that drafted this weekend is the head coach. And dare I say the leader, the real leader. I know, I know Nick Casario is supposedly the leader. D'Amico Ryans is now, is now the heart and soul of the Houston Texans. He was the heart and soul of the Houston Texans when he was here as a player. And now back as a head coach, it is obvious already that this is an entirely different organization with an entirely different attitude. And I think it is in due, in large part, if not completely, due to D'Amico Ryan's and his 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 uh, his smarts, his charisma, his uh, his his uh, willingness to win, and uh, it it's kind of ushered in a new era. It feels like this feels different already because of what they did. Now we can evaluate, and and we will again. Uh, did they pay too much? Doesn't matter. I'll say this. If you think they pay too much, and I tend to agree that they probably pay too much, and I was arguing with somebody on Twitter about it, and especially when you see what Arizona did to move back up to six. And we'll get into some of the semantics in a minute. But there's a saying, uh, scared money don't make money. And if you kind of just sit pat and you're scared to take a chance and you're scared to make that leap, Well, you're always going to be the Texans. You're always going to be the Texans. So I love that they went for it. Guys, I have nobody in this town has ridden their ass more than me uh, when it comes to talking to a microphone. You guys know this. If you listen to me on the radio on ESPN before this show started, even before this show started with the Jack Easterby bullshit and the Bob McNair and. I was, I mean, I, I, for God's sakes, I made shirts that said fire Jack Easterby and fuck the Texans. Nobody, there might be people that just d- agreed with me and were just as, but I dare say nobody in this city rode their ass on a consistent basis more than me. Out loud. On the air on ESPN, on the air on this show. On TV. When I had the Houston sports show and I was hosting and producing that. Nobody. And I I stand before you or I sit before you and I look you in the camera eye and say, I'm proud of this team. Is it gonna work out? I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a psychic. But I'm proud of this team because they did they did something good. They did something smart. They went for it. They tried. As opposed to, hey, let's trade DeAndre Hopkins for a bunch of bullshit. Hey, let's run off J.J. Watt and Dwayne Brown and Arian Foster and every other superstar that has come through this organization. Let's piss them off and run them off. There was a lot of ill will towards the tech. you got to really screw up to have uh, Houstonians not show up for football games. I love what they did. I love what they did. Consequences in the future be damned. They went for it, and I'm proud of them. I'm excited for them. And I tell you what, I this morning I looked at the depth chart of this team and went They might be okay next year. They're not going to be great. But they th- this roster right now as constructed is already I dare I say 10 times better than it was last year 10 times better. <clears throat> and, and you don't really realize it because sometimes, you know, the, the moves kind of evade you. Like I was looking at some names and I was like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then somebody brought it up on, um, uh, I don't know if it was get out or sit down or, um, whatever. I don't know what the show it might've been, uh, last last take or I don't know, whatever. Um, but somebody brought up the fact that, hey, don't forget, uh, they still have, uh, 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 what the hell was his name? Oh, John Michi. John Mechie coming, coming back. He didn't play last year, and that was a second-round pick that they got last year from Alabama, wide receiver, that didn't play. And I was like, oh, shit, totally right about that. I mean, take a look now. And again, I'm not saying Super Bowl. I'm not saying playoffs. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is... This team is better than they were, and at this point, that's all you can ask for. That's all you can ask for. Take a look now. Already you're better at quarterback, dare I say. And I don't know how this is this. I'd move Mills to third or run his ass off and Keenum your backup to Stroud. Damian Pierce is, so let's, let's just take a look at the starters real quick. Uh, starting at quarterback for your Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud at running back. Damian Pierce already. I'm like, okay, okay, good young young talent. Love it, love it. Robert Woods is your one. Uh, I d- kind of disagree with that, but we'll find out. Which you got you got a veteran Robert Woods. You've got a serviceable. I mean, in, in, Nico Collins is a two three guy. At his best, he's a two. Most likely, he's a upper three. Right. Uh, But then you got John Metchie. We don't know what he's going to be yet, but he was highly touted coming out of Bama. Drafted in the second round last year. What was he? He was the 44th pick in the second round of the 2022 draft. He's 22 years old. Hasn't even played yet. So once he gets out there and plays, now you've got that, right? And don't forget now, they didn't just have a first round. They went out and they got tanked Dell. They went out and they got Xavier Hutchinson. And, oh, by the way, they went out and got Dalton Schultz. All of a sudden, you look at this receiving core and you go, well, shit. They're not the worst receiving core of football. I mean, that is not great, right? There's no none of that. You don't look at any of those names and you go, oh, man, all NFL first team, baby. There's no... Amazingly um upper echelon receiver on here. Are there guys with potential? Yeah. Is is Tank Dell and Xavier Hutchinson gonna be those guys? Probably not. But could they morph into really good twos and threes on this team? Yes. Do they have a legit one yet? No. But that's the beautiful thing about that. You think about this for a second. If they could find, and I'm just gonna use names. I'm going to use names just from the past on this team, but if they find their Andre Johnson or their D hop, imagine that now. Cause Woods is just that guy to be here until they do right. But now you're looking at a receiving core led by a true one, a D Hopkins ish kind of guy. If you can get it, that's your one, a true one. And then Collins, Mechie Dell and Hutchinson after that look a lot better. That's depth. Now, at the position. And I like Dalton Schultz at tight end. I dig that. Um, and they went out and, and got Scruggs. That was the only one that if you read. People kind of felt like was a reach. Do Was it? I have no idea. I don't do draft evaluations on centers. So I'm not going to sit here like other people who read articles. I'm guessing. By the way. I didn't listen to a single person in this city. Talk about the draft today. Not one. Not over the weekend. Didn't read their tweets. So I have no idea what anyone in Houston has said about the draft. But I'm willing to bet you, if we all went back and listened, several people in this town, be it on TV, on radio, in their blogs or on their podcasts, were read somewhere that somebody thought that Scruggs was a reach and that was what they went with. Because you look at some draft grades and you look at these other things and I don't know. I don't know if it was a reach, but I, I do know that Scott Quisenberry... Isn't exactly blowing the doors off of the, the the NFL at the center position. But I'll tell you this that offensive line, Laramie Tunsil on the left, you're you're solid, right? Titus Howard is Shaq Mason's an interesting addition. You know, it's the it's not the it's not the sexy Shaq Mason, but it's an upgrade at right guard for sure. So we'll see what happens at the center position. Kenyon Green is a project. I don't know what that's going to be, but uh, is the O-line great? No, they still have a lot of work to do. They still have a lot of work to do. Uh, Is CJ Stroud going to set sack records on this team? Maybe not, but it's not going to be pretty the first year, I'll tell you that. But, But at least they'll be able to run the ball a little bit with Pierce. And oh, by the way, they went out and got Devin Singletary to back him up. I like that depth. I do. I like Singletary as depth at running back. And I saw Dick Willie say I was mad they didn't get a running back. You didn't need to reach. You don't want to end up being the Lions. You know what I mean? You don't want to be the Lions. Uh, Eric said the center of the Texans drafted from Notre Dame didn't allow a sack. Well, you're talking about, uh, is that that whatever this dude's name is? Dieter? Michael Dieter? Is he the one from Notre Dame? Because the other one was from Penn State, right? No, that's Wisconsin. Uh, was Scruggs from Notre Dame? I thought he was from Penn State. Okay, he was from Penn State. Uh, and just, I mean, I know that sounds sexy, uh, Eric. Oh, you said you meant tight end, not running back. You put RB. Um, you were mad they didn't draft a tight end. Listen, Dalton Schultz is it right now? That's your. That's the best you're gonna get, and it's not terrible. It's not terrible. He's a middle of the pack guy, but that's okay. This is, this is there is This is a team in a rebuild. You're definitely not gonna have. Uh, all NFL, all pros at every position. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Jarrett Patterson. Okay. Let's see. Was he the one? There you go. Okay, 2023. So who was the other one? So Patterson was drafted. uh, Was Dieter already here? Oh, yeah, 2019. Okay. And then it was Scruggs from Penn State. Well, um, I'll say this about that stat. Most sacks don't come up the middle. And if they do... um, it's usually uh it's usually a linebacker linebacker or a or or like a stunt or a twist or something like that where it might look like it's on the center but it's usually your center is um busy doing something busy blocking uh a tackle or a or, or nose guard and um yeah so that could be a little misleading that well this center has never given up a sack well also, most pass rushers come from the outside, so I'm not as impressed. If you tell me that they drafted a left tackle that never gave up a sack, oh, shit, or a right tackle that never gave up a sack, or guards even, I'd feel more impressed. But I digress. Still, I mean, that's a good stat. It's just not – I wouldn't put a lot of stock in it. And there's a reason he went that late. Let's be real. Every year, we tend to get a little excited, a little too excited over guys that are picked in the late rounds who end up not being shit. Now, does that mean he's not going to be? No, I don't know. No idea. Maybe maybe they move him to, you know, left guard or, I don't know, maybe they move Scruggs to left guard and let uh, Patterson learn behind Quisenberry. I don't know. The fact of the matter is uh, this team won the draft or won their draft in the first round. But then they they kept going, right? So real quick, let's just take a gander at what they did or what they've done on defense, right? So we talked about offensively, this team looks completely different. Completely different. There's actually, believe it or not, talent on this team now. There's actually talent. Uh, and on defense, they added um, elite pass rush, you hope, and Will Anderson. Um, but then now they they went out and got Sheldon Rankins, right? Um, you've got a young Jalen Petrie who impressed down the stretch. If Stingley can come back and be healthy, he's a he's a player. Ward played well last year, so you you you've got. I mean, you know, Kirksey and Harris. The linebacking core still leaves a lot to be desired, honestly. But with Sheldon Rankins, um, Will Anderson, uh, Malik Collins. Ugh. I mean, that's not the sexiest thing in the world, right? But you see them making progress uh, on the defensive side of the ball as well. They've got a young secondary, but it it has all the potential to be a really good secondary. Now, all of a sudden, on that D-line, they've got Rankins and Will Anderson, so they're a lot better already versus last year. You should see more sacks for sure. So the only thing they really need to do is improve in the linebacker. Uh, at, the, at the linebacker position, which you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, but I, I dig this, and um, you know, Tank Dell gives you some. Uh, you're, he's going to test Desmond King for punt return, kick return duties, so it's pretty dope. I mean, look what the Texans did. I'm really excited about. I really am. Even if you feel like or people are saying they reached uh, at the center position, doesn't matter. What they did in this draft was outstanding. And I'll tell you, I'll say it one more time. To me, to me, the difference in all this is D'Amico Ryans. It's a whole new attitude. It's a whole new outlook. It's a whole new path forward for this team. D'Amico Ryans' fingerprint is already all over this team. And you feel it. You just get that sense. And um, it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. So, let's get to some of your questions. If you, again, if you want to talk draft or whatever, those are my thoughts on what the Texans did uh over the weekend. Um, a lot of people shitting on the Lions for reaching uh at running back at the, what 12 or 8 or whatever they did. Yeah, Clarence, that's part of the problem. Uh Clarence said when Rankin's is healthy, he's good. The problem is he can't stay healthy. That's the that's the big problem. But you know what, when you're a team in a rebuild and you're just trying to add some veteran depth that makes you better. Those are the kind of guys you got to get right. Those are the guys you're going to go get Dick Willie said the lions are going to win that division. I said, that's a good football team. It was a good football team and they got, um, they looked excited to get who they got, but a lot of people felt like they reached on their picks. A lot of people. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I would have gone. I mean, if you just take a look. Let me see here. Let's go. Let's pull up the draft ESPN. Uh. NFL draft. Oh, wait. That's not what I wanted. There we go. Draft. Round one. All right. So let's take a look at it here. If you look at so B. John Robinson, uh, shout out AJB. Good job, buddy. Hey, what's up, Chase? Good to see you, pimp. Uh, also, what's up to Chapo? Good good looking out, man. Welcome in. Um, but the the Falcons, boy, look at that. Stud running back. A lot of people said they should have went defense, but at eight, uh, you got the best running back uh by far in this draft, and more weapons now. More weapons. Uh, for Atlanta's offense. But here's where a lot of people were like, wait a damn minute, Gibbs at 12? Baby, what is you doing? Uh, And then they went and got Hooker uh, to be their, uh, well, to push golf at least. Jack Campbell, they also said, a lot of people said, was kind of a reach at 18. Um, Let's see, can I pull up the Lions Uh, teams? There we go. There we go. Let's go Detroit. So they went uh, running back at 12, inside linebacker Jack Campbell at 18. And at first I was like, wait a minute, is he related to Dan? I don't know. Chase said, yeah, that fucked me up. I had under one and a half running backs drafted round one. (laughs) Yeah, right? Uh, But then they went, uh, I don't know, tight end in the second round. They went safety. In the second round. And then uh, Hooker, quarterback from Tennessee in the third round. They went D tackle uh, offensive line and wide receiver. But there was a question in the chat from uh, the Mad Hawk show. And the question was Hooker's going to the Lions. Do you think Jared Goff will give him playing time? <sighs> Probably not at first, right? if you're a, a usually a quarterback drafted outside of the 1st or upper 2nd round is probably drafted by a team who has a middle of the pack veteran QB and golf did some really good things last year like really good things surprisingly good it was weird because after the golf Stafford trade year 1 you're like well <laughs> sucks for you uh uh Detroit because golf goes there Detroit looks terrible in the year the Rams won the Super Bowl and obviously the Rams get Matthew Stafford and go and win a Super Bowl and you're like well that's done we know who won that trade fast forward a year Jared Goff had a better year than Matthew Stafford did Lions looked like a better team than the Rams did and now you're like "Mm, best out of three so, who knows? I mean, honestly, uh, Matt Hawk, I, I guess it's which Jared Goff do they get next year? Do they get first year tr- after the trade Jared Goff, or do they get second year after the trade Jared Goff? Either way, Hinden Hooker's a project. Hinden Hooker isn't expected to be day one starter, especially with Goff. Now, if, if this was a team, you know, like, uh, I don't know, um, I wouldn't even say like in Seattle with Geno. Uh, I would say, like, if this was a team in Carolina that didn't get Bryce Young, and was like, well, or if this was Tennessee that we're still trying with Matt Ryan, but I don't, I, I think Hindenhooker Hooker is probably. I'd be surprised if all he gets this year is mop up duty stuff. Honestly, well, I mean, take a look. Let, let's let's uh let's mosey on over here. Uh, let me see go to nfl we're gonna go team there we go depth chart and i want to this was matt stafford last year all right so here's stafford obviously here's his or sorry not matt stafford uh jared goff so there's Goff's first five years in the league you see completion percentages okay 67% is last year. 3,900 yards, 46, 46, 39. Um, touchdowns, seven, or excuse me, interceptions, 7, 12, 16, 13, not great. Touchdowns kind of declined, 32, 22, 20. And then that first year in Detroit, it was ugly, bro. 19 and 8, 45 QBR. Completed 67% of his passes, which he was kind of doing. Only 3,200 yards. His worst full season in the NFL. Only eight touch or eight interceptions, so that's not bad. But nineteen touchdowns, about what he did with the Rams. I mean, it was just it was a ho hum year. And then last year, um, plays in all seventeen games, completes sixty five percent of his passes, throws for forty four hundred yards, twenty nine and seven, and a sixty one QBR, which oh by the way, the second highest of his career. So I think it really depends what Matt Stafford shows up, or excuse me, Jared Goff shows up for the Lions next year. But Hinden Hooker will be a project. Yeah, Hinden Hooker will be a project. Although, I will say this. I hope Hinden Hooker does get to play. Because I just want to hear the announcer say, Hooker scores! Can't wait. Oh, Oh, there goes Hooker. Hooker's down. Hooker's going down. (laughs) You know, Hooker's really good with the ball in his hands. I bet he is. He's moving the sticks. I bet. Hooker moves the sticks? Yeah, he does. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So I hope that answers your question, Mad Hog. I appreciate that. Um, and then uh, Eric that said, draft, hashtag draft talk, Xavier Hutchinson, round six, wide receiver, Tankdale, round three, Texans adding more weapons. Yeah, I think the, the Hutchinson one is interesting. The grades, and again, I'm not a grades guy, right? But let's take a look at that real quick. If you go look at... Uh, Houston. So right. So CJ Stroud was a ninety-four. Uh Will Anderson was a ninety-five. So at the top of the draft, they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Scruggs was a seventy-one. And that's why a lot of people said that was a reach. Uh Tank Dell was a seventy-two in the third round. Not bad. Uh Horton was a fifty-two. That felt like a reach, I guess, just based off of grade. Um, here was their uh Henry Tutu, uh a seventy-four. Not bad. And then where was the, there we go. Xavier Hutchinson, a 60, a grade of 63 in the sixth round tells you that they may have gotten a little value out of that, actually. Here's uh Jarrett Peterson's grade, 43. Jeez. Which, you know, okay. And then uh, Brandon Hill graded out at a 52. So this is why I say um, with Hutchinson, I, I was comparing... Some of the other players that kind of went around him just before and just after, and actually the numbers weren't terrible. And the same thing with Tank Dell, like the grades at least for some of the players around them, you, you felt like they got decent value for where they were at. Um, I think that's the biggest question mark for most talking heads and 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 so called experts was should they have moved up to get Scruggs or would he have fell to them? I don't know. They they wanted the guy. They went out and got the guy. You kind of expect Scruggs to maybe take over for Quisenberry by the end of the year because of that you don't draft a center in the second round and them not be playing by the end of the year that just doesn't happen it shouldn't happen but that none of that changes the, the absolute success that was the NFL draft for the Houston Texans this year a hundred percent no questions asked there's no doubt in my mind whether any of these other picks hit or not it doesn't matter well you know what I'll, I'll even go so far as to say this it doesn't even matter if CJ Stroud and Will Anderson are you know superstars one day. It matters but what I mean is the Texans had an opportunity to to uh, go for greatness and they they seized it. That's all at this point in this franchise's history. At this point in this in this franchise's come up and their rebuild and their you know, attempting to right so many wrongs—that's all I give a shit about. You're gonna, you're gonna hit or miss. This is nobody knows. Nobody knows. This is all a guessing game. A, the draft is 100% a guessing game. It's why they make them do all the shit that they do, because you're trying to get as much data as you can, so it's not a just 100% guess, but it's still a guess. It's still shit could happen. Stroud could, you know, get hurt and never recover. Same thing with Anderson. Or any of these cats. But by God, they went for it. And that's all you can ask for. Did they pay too much? Don't know. Don't know. And you won't know. But good for them. Absolutely good for them. All right, let me remove from the queue. View all. Down goes Hooker. There you go. Uh can't wait for Watson versus Hooker. Okay. Probably that. Yo, what's up, Jimmy? <laughs> to see you pal thanks for being here man uh let's see what is this i love hinden but that was bullshit okay falcons best wide receiver was playing running back they needed a starting running back okay uh you talking about patterson i uh, know uh uh who was it uh shit i'm blanking on his name but yeah that makes sense it definitely makes sense sorry i'm, I'm catching up on my chat over here um, Gib, Gibbs will ball out. Swift wanted out before draft. Okay. Steelers had a sneaky great draft. Yeah. You expected anything else from Mike Tomlin? Huh? Huh? The GOAT? Screw you, Belichick. Screw you, Tom Landry. Screw you, Lambo. Screw you, uh... What's, uh... Whatever. All of them. All of them. Mike Tomlin goes down as the greatest coach in NFL history. <laughs> but yeah, of course they had. Uh, yeah, and Wallace. That's the other thing. Um, a lot of people said it. Shula, thank you, Justin. Thank you. Good one. I couldn't. I couldn't remember the Green Bay Packer coach. Why am I uh, Lombardi? Yeah. Screw all those guys. Um, yeah, a lot of people said they, that Philly won the draft, and again. <sighs> I think we tend to just regurgitate what we hear. So, you know, I, there's a lot of names and a lot of, you know, I'll tell you this. I was watching. I was, I was first, I was watching the uh, ESPN's draft coverage. And then I switched over to the NFL network cause some shit happened. And I don't know, but, um, they were giddy on the broadcast about Philly and what they did. And again, I'm not going to be the guy that comes in here and pretends like I know all of these names and, and, and I mean, not necessarily the names, but like where they ranked and how good they were. And that's why I don't do like who won the draft. I'll read, I'll look at grades and, and use that as, as a tool. But I will say that most of the talking heads, the consensus was that, that Philly, absolutely, Um, even if they didn't win the draft, because a lot of people felt like somebody said the Steelers had a sneaky good draft, Um, the Texans had a really good draft just because of what they did in the first round. So there was, you know, I mean, Arizona did some wheeling and dealing and got a lot better. Arizona had a really good draft. In fact, let's do this. Hold on. Uh, I had draft grades here. Hold on. Here we go. Let's just let's just look at some of these draft grades. Shoop. Shoop. Boop. Boop. Oh, that's not it. God damn it. What happened? Oh shit. Did I just I think I messed something up. Oh there we heck go. Heck yeah! Hi. Hey What the heck? Look at that! what's up kyle king thank you for the reset. 14 months kyle king has been subscribed how you doing buddy hey what's up ivan good to see you pimp thank you for showing up man thank you for being here uh big ball said nope about what clarence oh titan hugo had a question let's do that real quick (laughs) again if you guys have questions about the draft specifically do me a solid I'm trying to do this more just so I can find the topics, but put hashtag NFL draft uh, in your question or comment. If you want me to read it or address it or whatever, and I'll make sure I can find it. Uh, but Titan Hugo said is will Levis the next Aaron Rodgers sat and waited. Now will make everyone who passed him regret it <sighs> again. He, he He could be. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people that believed in in his skill set or um, felt like he should have went in the first round. T- he was top ten potential, and for him to fall in the second round. But you know what? It, I'm sure there's that happens a lot with a lot of players, and you can you can be driven like that all you want. It's it's tough to it's tough to pull off. But I don't know. Um, I mean, he certainly was one of the three or four best quarterbacks in the draft. But once you had, you know, Anthony Richardson go. It was like, hey, um, oh, man, there's hold on. that was such a great, great video here. I want to rewind it. Uh, they're showing war rooms on this thing. But once you um, you know, once you fall, you get that chip on your shoulder. It's still, it, it takes a lot to get to the level of an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. Two guys who, you know, played with a chip on their shoulder. But I bet you there's a lot of guys that flamed out. They were like, I'll show them. Will you? I mean, honestly, do you really believe in, in Will Levis that much that you think that there, that he could do that? I, I just, I don't know. I know that if you saw the video, there was a video of him when he got the call from the Titans. And um, he was outwardly, not just relieved, but fired up. When they announced his name, he was like, yes, yes. And then, I mean, he, I think he was almost on the verge of tears. Angry tears, like I'll show you. This is bullshit. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... <laughs> like you, like ugly cry Like you ever been? Yeah, remember as a kid, like when you got mad and you just couldn't help it, you would just start crying. You be like, "You son of a bitch!" I'm gonna be gonna... gonna... <laughs> That was kind of Will Levis at this point on day two of the draft. I'm just, gonna... I'm gonna swear to God, I'm gonna win 17 Super Bowls for the you guys. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> And then you show up to camp, and it's big boy football. And there's, you know, 1,500 men in the league trying to prevent you from doing just that. So easier said than done. I'll tell you this, though, Titan Hugo. I think the Titans are better with Will Levis than they are with Ryan Tannehill. So look out, AFC South. Think about that, though. The best quarterback going into the 2023 NFL football season is the best quarterback in the afc south is trevor lawrence what it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy i mean hell he was kind of the best quarterback last year anyways in the afc south pretty wild Uh, Kyle King hashtag hashtag Barry. Notice my NFL draft take. Is it a good thing to move up in the second round to draft a QB only to make him the third string starting starter this season? (laughs) Ah, no, probably not ideal. I think Levis is Tannehill. No, no way. No way. I would... I would be stunned if Will Levis doesn't have a better career than Ryan Tannehill did. Absolutely stunned. Now the beautiful thing is they didn't trade Derek Henry. That being the Titans, yeah, yeah, he definitely beats out Malik Willis for sure. They 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 may even cut Willis at this point, um, but. I would, I would just be stunned if, if I forgot what my point was going to be now. Uh, But I, I think when it all is, oh, oh, the good news is that they don't trade Derrick Henry. So now you've got uh the ability for Levis to kind of learn the position with a running game, right? Don't have to make all the throws kid. Hand it to, hand it to that guy. He's pretty good at running the football and that's our bread and butter. So that's what we're going to do. You just run the offense, you know. Don't don't do anything stupid, and uh, the more acclimated you get to the NFL, the better you'll get. But in the meantime, just let Derrick Henry run the ball. That's a luxury that oh, I don't know. For example, CJ Stroud doesn't necessarily have. Now, Titans need some work on the O line too, but you know, I mean, Pierce is good, but he's not Derrick Henry. But they're going to be a run first team. But we'll see. Tannehill won on picking his wife. Levi's girlfriend is a big bone f, bone f. Now, what? I don't, I don't know what that means. Levi's girlfriend was cute though. They showed her a couple of times. Like, ooh, okay, okay, gone. Um, but Kyle, how is uh, how's the new gig, bro? Have you started yet? Have you uh, have you, has y'all show started? I'd be curious. uh Levis and Tannehill will end up like the Spider-Man meme, pointing at each other. That's pretty funny. I haven't. Uh, I can say the Tennessee fans up here are not thrilled with the Levis pick. Okay, week two of the show. Nice. You adjusted to getting up in the morning and all that. You uh, you good? You pretty, you pretty tired doing it. Um, Tennessee Henry on the trading block. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, There was rumors of a trade to Philly. Could you imagine? Rich getting richer for sure after that draft? Holy shit. I don't know. You know what would be super interesting? Is if the Titans traded him to, oh, I don't know, the Arizona Cardinals for D-hop. Mmm. Mmm. Got to replace A.J. Brown anyways, right? Mmm. <laughs> Holy shit. Will levels would definitely have a better career with D hop in, in Tennessee than uh Tannehill did with anybody else. Then they already get swift. Yeah, I believe they did. Nothing can adjust me to waking up at three 30 Monday through Friday. Jesus. That's tough, dude. That's tough. I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm just not a morning person. I am just not a morning person. Even if I go to bed early, Especially like now, I don't sleep good. I used to sleep good, but now I'm old. Toss and turn. Fart and wake myself up. Anybody do that? The other night, I farted, woke myself up, and the cats took off running. It was scary. I'm like, what the? That is awful. Um, Dick Willie really just randomly yells, fuck the Giants. Okay. Uh, oh, I remember what we we're gonna do. We we're gonna look at this at the grades here. Check this out real quick though. This was as a Texans fan. This this moment gave me chills. Alright. Uh it's coming up here in just a second. Eh, yeah, yeah. That's not it. That's not it. They're saying who won the draft. Uh this was the moment. Was this the moment? Right here. Bam! Oh, that was oh, they didn't show it. But When Nick Casario pounded the table, bro, if you were watching that as a Texans fan and that didn't pump you up, that didn't make you excited because I saw Detroit did the same thing with their moves and you know, they're super excited and good for them, but I don't know, but to see that fire from, um, from Casario pretty dope pretty dope and and um to see him kind of you know working it with his new head coach loved it so here's some of the grades all right arizona cardinals got an a for their draft they addressed the o-line they uh they got an edge rusher uh corner wide receiver you can see it all um they got two now of u of h as well yay but uh they got an a on day one and a on day two and an a minus on day three there you go. Falcons got an A minus. So you had a Cardinals with an A, Falcons with an A minus. Obviously, they got a huge win in uh B. John Robinson. And then um, they got a guard, a, a defensive end, and Zach Harrison. A little late, though, maybe. But uh A minus, A and B plus day one, two, and three. Um Baltimore Ravens got an A. They got flowers in round one. Um and just A's across the board. Baltimore is one of those teams, man. They just always, always seem to have good drafts. It's kind of disgusting. Bills got an A for their draft. A minus A and A. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, they got an A on day one, C plus on day two, and a B on day three. Overall, they whoever's doing the grades gave them a B. So not terrible if you're a Panthers fan. The Bears, a lot of people quietly saying, "Boy, Bears got really good." They did the one thing they absolutely had to do, is they got they got a tackle. They got they got better on that O line. That O line was a sieve. They absolutely got better, um, and you know now. One thing I think I would have liked to seen them do, they got a ton of holes that they needed to fill. But I would have loved to have seen them maybe add some depth to their O line. But hey, they got an A minus for a grade, which is great. Um, a B and an A on those different days. Bengals got an A minus with their draft. A on the first day, A on the second, B minus on the third. Jen, your Browns got a B grade. Uh, C minus on day one. A on day two and a B-plus on day three. Cowboys got a B-plus for their grade. It was funny because the big debate on the live show for round one was did Philly just screw the Cowboys by jumping ahead of them? Was it the Giants or Philly? Who jumped ahead of them? Uh, Which one was it? Oh, yeah, where to go, where to go? I forget. Yeah, Mark said he was super excited about the Bears draft. Yeah, I mean, like I said, a lot of people were quietly like, boy, the Bears had a good draft. So you should be. Uh, E3 said, I liked the Steelers draft. Yeah, they also had a good draft. So uh, anyways, uh, there was some interdivisional tomfoolery going on in the draft um, when uh, whoever it was, it was either the Eagles or the Giants moved up in front of the Cowboys. But the Cowboys take Smith, and then uh, they get their tight end that they needed after losing Dalton Schultz. Now, don't forget, too, they've added Brandon Cook, so they got another weapon there. Broncos got a B. Jeff Bell got to be happy with that. Got you a wide receiver in. Uh, and there's their, their day one, two, and three grades, B, B plus B. Lions got a C plus. A lot of people, again, felt like they reached on day one a lot. They were thrilled. They were ecstatic. But a lot of people felt like they just they were trying too hard. Um, so they got, you know, they got the Hooker, they got uh Gibbs. We'll see. We'll see if that was good. Green Bay got an A minus for their draft. I just uh you know what I really wanted? I really wanted Green Bay to go out and get like a bunch of offensive weapons, just kind of as a last fuck you to Aaron Rodgers. Wouldn't that have been hilarious? And then the Jets not do anything on offense. Oh my God, that would have been hilarious. Be like, hey, you're great. Be great without weapons, right? I don't know, like maybe Tom Brady did. I mean, you're great, right? So, um, Packers got an A minus. Texans got a B plus. I don't really understand that. I don't know how you give the Texans a B plus for moving up to the three spot. After picking second it's just uh, this, just this whole list. I, I hadn't even looked at this. I, I saw grades and was like, okay, it's NFL.com. We'll do it. I don't know how you um, give them a B minus. And what they're talking about here is the heavy price tag. Again, scared money. Don't make money. You're sitting on all those picks. That's great. It's not like you don't have any first round picks next year. Now they did give up. I think it was their first round pick for next year. A little pricey. Like I said, a little pricey. In fact, let's uh, let's open that up. They gave up. Uh, let's see. They traded the number 12 and number 33 pick in this year's draft plus a first and third round pick in 2024. They received the 105th pick in the draft as part of the deal. Uh, and the Cardinals um, packaged that number 12 pick. And moved up to six. And that's okay. Listen, you can't control what somebody does with your draft picks. Because right now, if you're, you know, whoever, you're like, well, look at the Browns. They gave up Watson and and now they they, they could have had the twelfth pick in the draft. And now I mean you can't you can't judge a trade off of who got somebody with your pick. You know what I mean? Like you just can't do that. That's that's um that's a fool's errand you you can base it off of the slot. You can base it off the fact that, well, if the Texans gave up their first round pick next year, as opposed to Cleveland's, but how much did you believe in Will Anderson? If you think he's your next JJ Watt, well then fuck it. Let me, let me let's, let's, let's assume that let's assume that the Texans feel like they got a franchise elite pass rusher and Will Anderson knowing what we know now. If he's the next JJ Watt, did they give up too much? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, worth every pick, every penny. I mean, it's, he's a game changer. He's the, you know what I mean. But we don't know that, so to to be unfairly saying, well, they paid too much. How do you know? How do you know? He could go down as the greatest defensive end in NFL history, and if he does, did they pay too much? Nah. So that's why I say all that all that talk, at the slot wise, yeah, it's pricey. Because this is still not going to be a great football team next year. And I think that they'll be picking in uh, the first 10 picks. And I don't think Cleveland's pick will be. I, I think Cleveland's pick will be in the last half of the first round. I think Cleveland's going to be pretty good next year. I think Watson's going to be better. So yeah, J.J. Wild was a 12th round pick or uh, 12. I think he was the 12th pick in the draft or 23 or 18 or 132 somewhere between one and 32. I don't remember. I guess I could Google it real quick. Let's see. J.J. what Was he 18? Uh, looking Wikipedia. 11. Okay, my bad. Yeah, he was the 11th pick in the draft. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you just, you, you really don't know. You're just basing it off slots. Because you also don't know, you know, what is your, you know, what's the need next year? Um, and, and I'll say this, uh, it's not always the case, but sometimes, you know, a bird in the hands were two in the bush, you got an elite pass rusher and, and, a, and a quarterback that a lot of people think, um, is pretty damn good. So they won to me. They absolutely won to me. Uh, not the whole draft necessarily, but they got a grade a for the, uh, day three. Uh, Colts got an a, they got their potential uh franchise quarterback, so they got an A on every day. Okay. Uh Jacksonville got a B plus. Not bad. They got a tackle to protect Trevor Lawrence. <sighs> a, B, minus, B. Chiefs got a B plus, which is hard to do when you're defending Super Bowl champs, I guess. But again, this is all based off of value and a bunch of shit. Ah, uh, Raiders with a B plus. Chargers with a B minus. A lot of people felt like the Chargers didn't do shit. But, hey, they got got Justin Herbert a weapon. Tell you that damn much. Uh, Rams A minus. Apparently, the Rams got better, which is good. They needed to. We're getting there, Titan Hugo. We're getting there. We're at at the L's. It goes in alphabetical order from the first part. City name. Hang on. So, Rams got an A minus. The Dolphins, uh, T is what? T is yeah, T is later. Uh, Dolphins got a B minus. Dolphins had four picks in this whole draft because they screwed up uh, and got busted and forfeited their first pick. Um, was tampering, right? I think what it was. Um, Miami forfeited its first round pick and has yet to see what it truly have in edge rusher Bradley Chubb. Was acquired with a first rounder gain from the Niners, uh, but they went out, got Cam Smith at corner, Devin uh, chain which boy, I tell you what, they got him a dog at running back. I watched him play; he is, uh, he's a dog. Um, and then Higgins and uh, Hayes. So they a lot of offense, and the in the in, with their picks. Verified King said, "Damn, y'all fine as hell." What? What? What's up, Verified King? Hey, what's up, Port Marine? Good to see you, buddy. Forfeited their first pick and still ended up with a B minus. I'm good with it. Yeah, look, uh, hey, got an A and an A on days two and three of the draft. And uh, I mean, you kind of figured they were going to go offense based off of you know what they had. Uh, Vikings got an A minus uh, A on day one, B plus day two, A on day three. Patriots got an A minus though. A lot of people said they didn't like it. I think the you know the, we'll see about Christian Gonzalez, um, you know, Belichick moving down and doing what Belichick does. So uh, um, here we go. New Orleans Saints got a B plus. They uh, they got Drew Brees. Just kidding. Uh, Brian Brees? Uh, Breesy? I don't know. Fuck that. I don't know. Um, Isaiah Foskey, an edge rusher. And then so they got a B minus, A minus, and an A. Let's see what else they got there. Hey, you got their quarterback of the future. Okay. Um. Giants got an A minus for their draft. B plus on day one, then A's. Jets got a B. Eagles got an A minus. I mean, they look, they, they did well. Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. They basically book in the the first round with two dogs. That are dogs. Um, Steelers got an A. Got better on the o line. Uh, got some defense. The Joey Porter Porter Jr. draft pick was really cool. Obviously, his dad played there, was a was a draft pick of the Steelers, Joey Porter Sr. So really cool to see that, but worthy of it. This wasn't a sentimental pick. The guy's really good, apparently. So. And then uh Niners got a B minus. Seahawks got an a minus Tampa got an a for their draft. They did an a, a and a, and here you go. Titan, you go Tennessee. Titans got an a minus for their draft. According to this, uh, Skaronsky definitely addresses a need that they had on the O line. Well, Levis definitely addresses a need that they had, uh, at, at quarterback, uh, Spears gives them another running back option. Some depth behind, um, uh, Derek Henry or, you know, Hey, he could compete if they trade Henry. And and so, yeah, and then they got a C on day three. Uh, but A minus is good, man. And Washington got a B. And there you go. So really, it looks like overall, I mean, who got the worst grade in the draft? So that was a B. We're gonna see who got the worst and the best grade. A minus. So Tampa's an A. might get an A plus. There's a B minus. So the Niners have a B minus. A minus, B, uh, A minus, I don't see an A plus yet. There's a B plus, A minus, A minus, B minus. Yeah, I mean, a lot of A's and B minuses. I mean, Charger's got a B minus, that's not terrible. B plus, B plus, B plus, A, B plus, A minus, yeah, oh, there you go. Lions got a C plus. So so according to whoever did these grades, Lion had the worst Lions had the worst draft. And I don't know if I saw an A plus. Mm, no, I don't see an A plus anywhere. So uh but a lot of A's and A minuses. So overall, hey, teams did what they were supposed to do. Not necessarily how people expected it to go, but they did a good job. Um, Oh, Titan Hugo said, Where's the AFC South? I thought we were doing it by division. Nah, I was just going alphabetical order like the website. Uh, Fortify their first pick. Oh. JJ Watt, part owner of Burnley FC of the Premier League. Yeah. I mean, we bought a zoo. We bought a soccer team. I mean, good for him. That's cool. But remember, um, this is like part of why I said what I said on social media. The Texans tweeted out eyeball emojis, and that was it. And I was like, "What does a ten-year-old run your fucking Twitter? Just say it. I don't need that bullshit." Breaking news. I hate when people do this. Breaking news. Big announcement tomorrow. Bitch, just wait. Just tell us tomorrow. Unless you're trying to, like, get eyes on your show or, like, I've got a big announcement tomorrow, Barry on deck. That's one thing, but you just have random-ass people be like, uh, I've got some big news, especially comics. I think Trey and I were talking about this last week, but it's like, I got big news tomorrow. Well, bitch, just wait till tomorrow and tell us. Big news, here it is. You build building no damn suspense with your comedy career. Um, Hey, Barry. Texans gave up too much, but I am trying not to hate on Stroud the dummy. It's a beautiful day. I, I don't know that they, I mean, you don't know that they gave up too much, to be honest with you. Nobody does. Because, bro, what if C.J. Stroud is the next Deshaun Watson for this team? And on the field. All right, let's just get rid, Let's get past all the bullshit. But let's just talk football. You don't know. C.J. Stroud could go down as the best quarterback in Texans history including Deshaun Watson. So if that's the case and will Anderson could go down as the second best edge rusher in Texans history behind JJ watt, hell he could be better than JJ. Watt. We don't know. And if that's the case, did they, I don't know. Cause what do you get at 12? If, if what you could get at 12, I mean, who was drafted at 12? Let me see. Who was the 12th pick in the draft? Pick in the draft. What was the NFL draft. Uh, 12th pick in the draft. Oh, that's right. It was the, the Lions drafting Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. I mean, great more legal. What does that mean? I don't know. Where do you rank Mario Williams? Pfft. Um, I mean, he wasn't a bust, but he 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 was he never lived up to his potential. And that's the thing. I mean, look, Will Anderson could be the next Mario Williams. Mario Williams. I don't know. Mario Ellie has me kind of like freaked out now about do I say it wrong? Is it Mario or Mario? I don't know. I mean, yeah, Anderson could be the next JJ Watt, he could be the next Mario Williams, uh, he could be the next Will Anderson. I don't know. Yeah, Mario Williams, though, I guess, when you look at this team, I guess it's, I mean, him and him and Clowney both, I don't think ever lived up to the hype and the potential, you know? Uh, but I would have to go J.J. Watt, Mario Williams, Jadavion Clowney. I guess. I also have a really bad memory, so just doing that is not good. But, uh, but yeah, he could, he could be anywhere in there. You just don't know. So that's why I say we could talk slots, but you don't know that they overpaid until you know what all the players are. And at 12, off the board already was – so you figured if they, they were going to take C.J. Stroud as their quarterback – Um, they were going to have to, you know, they were probably going to have to go defense at 12 anyways, to make, to, you know, to pacify, um, the coach. So off the board would have been Stroud and probably Anthony Richardson, because, you know, that we, I don't know if you assume that, um, that the Cardinals trade down, but they might. But just defensively off the board, you had uh, Devin Witherspoon. Um, I mean, Anderson was going to be gone no matter what. Uh, Tyree Wilson would have been off the board. Jalen Carter was off the board. Several offensive tackles. You had already lost three tackles. So if you even thought about getting better on the O-line. So, I mean, you were basically like, you had Lucas Van Ness. Um... I mean, you had to tackle out of Georgia Jones. uh, Will McDonald, like none of those names are as sexy. So you weren't going to go Christian Gonzalez because you're already good in the secondary. Although, boy, having two really good corners would be nice. But uh, I guess you could have went Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State or Quentin Johnston out of TCU when that receiver run started. Probably go receiver and get you a one. But then D'Amico Ryan's is like, well, what the fuck? So, I don't know. I, what they did, I'm telling you, in my opinion, they, it was the best possible scenario for everybody involved. The new offensive coordinator got a, got a, a young stud quarterback that's better than Davis Mills that he can work with. Because I don't care if C.J. Stroud never lives up to being the number two pick in the draft. He's better than Davis Mills, so this team got better period. You can't be worse than Davis Mills. Can't. But then they got they got a legit pass rusher. They got better on both sides of the ball in one day. In one day. So go with it. You you got better on both sides of the ball, you made your new defensive coach happy, you made your offensive coordinator happy. You got just some playmakers. Your GM looks like a genius because of the move. Cal got the the fans back. Like, everybody won. Everybody won. So, I don't know how. I'm sure there are people out here shitting on it, like profusely shitting on it. And that's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Nope. None of us know. None of us know. Keep in mind, the same people that are either telling you that the Texans screwed up or the same people that are telling you that they just got the two best players in franchise history. I'm sure there's some fuck fan bloggers like, oh, oh, my God, he's a man. At the end of the day, nobody knows. And the reason I say that is keep in mind a lot of the talking heads in this city are the same one. And we can pull up the Twitter receipts that were telling us about the great leap forward that Davis Mills took. Oh, man. Wait till you see Davis Mills in action. Fucking what? Jeez. Nobody knows. There's no, I mean, literally nobody knows. (sighs) Yeah, it's going to be the old Brock Osweiler, Deshaun Watson thing again, right? Well, uh, listen, Mills is our starter. He won the job. You don't take the number two pick in the draft and then sit him. Stroud is the guy, okay? Period, end of story. I want you guys to know that. There's no competition in training camp. There, This is still not Davis's Mills, Davis Mills' job to lose. It's lost. It's done. You don't spend the second pick in the draft on a quarterback and then go like, hey, you're going to be behind the neck, okay? Done. He's day one starter. CJ Stroud and Will Anderson are day one starters. It's not even a, a a question. Now, you know, there's injury and all that. And yeah, unless Stroud goes in and throws eight bajillion interceptions in preseason, other than that, get in there, kid. Go earn your draft spot. You better learn. It's OJT, baby. This ain't the NFL of the 80s. You're learning on the job. Oh, it was Savage that did it. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I thought it was Osweiler. Yeah. Savage played a half. Let, let, Savage is our starter. I, I thought it was Osweiler, but yeah. Again, whoever it was. Yeah. Savage is the man. Really? Did you did you watch, watch Watson play all year? No. Savage is the man. And then at halftime he's like, Savage, you suck! Watson, you're the man. As all along, this is all just a big ruse. It was all just a test to see if you could handle the disappointment of not being a congratulations, man. You did great. Get in there. (laughs) I'm such a genius. Oh, man. Like stupid ass. Case could be starting week one. No. No. Catfish Again, this is not the 80s. This is not the 90s. Teams like to sit rookies that they draft in the third, fourth, and fifth round. If you're a First round court pick in the, in the, if you're a, I'm sorry. If you're a top five pick in the NFL draft, you're starting top 10. You're starting. I'd even say top 20 I mean, like, bro, if you're a first round pick in the NFL, unless you're behind an all time, great. They took you for a reason. You know, like there's some teams now, some teams will have, you know, a, a number one receiver, but yeah, you're going to be starting on the opposite side. But trust me when your options are Davis mills and case Keenum and you drafted CJ Stroud to be your next franchise quarterback for the next 10 years, or at least five on the rookie deal. You ain't sitting Uh Verified King said, does y'all talk Lakers warriors? No, we haven't talked to any NBA yet. Uh, probably need to get to a little bit of that. <clears throat> uh see A lot of Texans fans are like the bleacher bums from Major League movie. Bash the team in the middle of the game, but when they turn around and happen, they just start coming together. Uh Mill Stroud split the regular season. Case starts the Super Bowl. What's up, Tony? Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Verify King said LeBron turning the clock back one last time. It, It's been impressive. Um, I don't know what's more impressive. Steph or LeBron. It's going to be a fun series, though. I'm really interested to see it. You got, you got, um, you know, a, a smaller team in the Warriors who obviously can shoot the lights out. And you got the Lakers who play a really different style with LeBron and AD they're just bigger right cuz you are usually LeBron you got guards guards guarding him and uh it's going to be an interesting dynamic it kind of reminds me a little bit of like Milwaukee and Miami Miami shoot can, can you know shoot the lights out as well Milwaukee was so big well, how do you guard Le, you know uh uh Giannis how do you guard who's guarding AD is Draymond going to guard AD? Is Draymond going to guard LeBron? Who's Steph going to guard? Shit. That'll be a nightmare. Uh, E3 said, what's the train station? Is that like two girls, one cup? I don't, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Um, What's the train station? I have no idea what you're talking about E3. No clue. Um so let's let's take a let's take a quick uh peeksy over at some of the NBA stuff. Um Sixers Celtics kickoff tonight 6:30 <clears throat> on TNT. Cool. Can't watch that. Fucking fubo. Shit ass. Cut the cord they said. You'll really like it they said. Uh, let's see. So over the weekend, Friday, and it was three, three, uh, Sacramento went on, uh, went on the road and made it a game. Think about that though. That's what's scary about golden state. They won 11 games on the road all year. They won two in this series. uh Oh, if golden state is going to start winning on the road, pack it up folks. Could be a long finals or a long playoff for everybody else. So they're players for sure. Um, You know, Memphis seemed uh, under undermanned and, you know, Ja wasn't physically his best and LeBron uh, found the fountain of youth. But I think also, too, LeBron was highly motivated after the whole poking the bear shit, which is what you don't do. You don't give a guy like LeBron James bulletin board material now you know if you want to talk shit to somebody like draymond green be my guest draymond green's night doesn't have enough in the tank to will his team not just to a game victory but to a series victory lebron though he is him uh and then the interesting thing saturday denver and phoenix kicked off their first game of the semifinal matchup in the west and Jamal Murray goes for 34. Uh, Durant goes for 29 in a losing effort. And all of a sudden, it, I saw somebody say, "Did we just assume that Phoenix was that good? They weren't really tested." I mean, look, I'll take my chances with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant and Chris Paul running point. And and, and but the the problem is is uh, if Jamal Murray is going to be Bubble Jamal Murray again, oh. The West might be on notice there, too. They made it look easy. Denver did. Sunday, uh, Knicks uh, uh, lost to the Heat 108-100 at home in the Garden. Uh, Jimmy Butler at 25 tweaked his ankle, though. So keep an eye on that. That's going to be interesting. Uh, and uh, again, uh, Steph Curry goes for 50, uh, puts away the the Sacramento Kings on the road in Sacramento. Bye-bye, Beam. Loved it, though, man. Sacramento, fun team to watch. And uh, that was a fun series. And uh, I'm a big fan of Darren Fox now. Like, like, not only do I like watching Darren Fox play basketball, but I like listening to him talk. Is that weird? Is that is that crazy? I mean, I, as I watch Darren Fox do post-game shows or post-game uh, pressers and interviews, I'm like, this dude talks with a calmness, an authoritative calmness is the right word. He talks with an authoritative calmness of some of the all-time greats. And I'm like, ooh, boy. If, 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 if he can continue to play at a high level, this, this dude's confidence and leadership and understanding of the game and his he's even killed like man big fan big fan now didn't really give a shit before but after watching him in these playoffs and and on and off the court right afterwards doing interviews when they win and when they lose I became a huge fan of the Aaron Fox so uh good times fun times so tonight you got two matchups in the NBA you got game two of Denver Phoenix, that's at nine o'clock, and you've got Philly Boston tipping off at six thirty on TNT. You also got the Astros taking on the uh, San Francisco Giants. However, however, yo, <laughs> is that my guy Shizok? He must have lost his login. Hey, even the follow shock says, "What's up, shock?" Shockadapolis, I miss my buddy Shock Man. We don't talk no more. Um, yeah. So tonight you've got two games in the NBA: Boston at home versus Philly, Game One; Denver at home versus Phoenix, Game Two. You have the Astros at home versus the Giants, but I'll be watching Game Seven uh, of the NHL. It's the Rangers. Uh, on the road against the New Jersey Devils. Definitely not a hockey guy, don't get me wrong, but I'm telling y'all, there's nothing like a Game 7 in hockey. Do yourself a solid chat. Watch it. Trust me on that. Uh, You know, set your VCR and record the Astros if that's what you want to do. Set your VCR and, uh, um, you know, or your Betamax. And uh, that's what I do. I have a Betamax and have a VCR... Uh, And then I have a DVD burner, and I'll save some to disc and burn them on DVDs and watch them later. But, yeah. Good times. (laughs) Um, What does this say? Look at E3. NHL, baby! Steph stole the King's soul yesterday. Uh, I mean, he went off. That's for damn sure. Um, best game seven, most, or I should say most points in a game seven in, in NBA history with 50. And then, like I said, he was efficient. I think it was like 50% shooting or something like that. And I saw another stat that said Jimmy Butler has now six games in a row where he's scored at least 25 points and shot 50% or better from the field. Only players in NBA history that have more games was... Kareem and uh, LeBron, I think it was. Oh, hold on, I think I took a picture of it with my phone. That's the one thing I'll be watching, like Sports Center or some shit, and I'll see these, and I'll take a picture. I'll be like, "Oh, that's a that's an interesting take." I'll use, I'll make a graphic, and then I forget, and I don't fucking make the graphic. Uh, I don't have it anymore. Uh, but here's another one: most points in a game seven in NBA history. Number seven was LeBron with 45. He did it twice. Six on that list was Kevin Johnson with 46. I want to say that was against the... Well, that was against the Rockets. Uh, Luka Doncic with 46. He's also fifth, tied for fifth with Kevin Johnson. Dominique Wilkins with 47. Sam Jones. Ah, good old Sam Jones with 47. Kevin Durant had 48 in a game seven once. And Stephen Curry, 50 points in a game seven. So there you go. Uh, All right. Enjoy whatever it is you watch tonight. I don't know whether it's NBA playoffs, Houston Astros, baseball, NHL, whatever it is. Enjoy it. And uh, we'll reconvene here tomorrow and talk about it all. What a sportsy, fun day this was, huh? I don't think we, we didn't do any non sports topics other than when my mom joined for 15, 20. And then we talked about childbirth, which is kind of a sport. And driving while intoxicated is kind of a sport. Not a good sport. Thank you, Alex Villanueva. Uh, Thank you, Flip. I appreciate you guys. Oh, E3 said shot. I mean, you know what? E3, fine. I'll do a damn shot. What's up, Uriel? Thank you, buddy. Uh, Peace, Total Dallas. Thank you. Good to see you, homie. Here we go. Cheers, you guys. Thanks for being damn dirty jackheads. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye-bye. Ah. ha ha. Major warning. Someone's getting timed out tomorrow. Okay. I dig it. Oh. What the hell? Are you trying to start a hype train right before we leave? You dirty bastards. You dirty bastards. You. Alan Tisdale, thank you for the hundred bits, buddy. <laughs> uh, triple out, poor Marine. With another five thousand bits. <laughs> the shower's for you, though. But thank you, seriously, thank you. Uh, Alan, thank you for the two hundred bits. Joel, thank you for the sixty-nine. And I like. By the way, that's why Tank Dell will be my favorite Texan. What was his pick? All right, right, um, let's do it tomorrow, you damn dirty deckheads. Poor Marine is not so poor. Definitely not. Later, heart throb. Later, CC. Thank you guys, man. Thank y'all for the uh, late hype train. Much, much appreciated. Thank you for your generosity, Poor Marine. And Joel and Alan. And uh, uh, Homo Astro Spam And Cece, everybody's threw through in the bitty bitties today Thank you for the resubs, they're on the screen too Thank you for the follows, even the spamming son of a bitch Do we have a raid? Do we have anybody we want to raid? Chat, Lemmy, Becca, Danielle Freak, Big Cheese! Let's raid Big Cheese I did a show with Big Cheese called uh, Super, Super Fan Face-Off so let's raid big cheese unless, unless, unless. Uh let me see who else it might be on that I am uh, buds with. Let's. See. Nope. 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 Uh big cheese, Donna, and uh Alright. Guess that's it. See all Reese's. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, okay. Well, I wanna uh look at I guess that's it. Alright, well let's go raid really big cheese. And uh Yeah. Let's raid big cheese for Yeah, Alan, you're right. But I'm trying to uh I'm trying to spread the love a little bit, buddy. We gotta we got a network here. I love I love Jim. I love Jim O. But uh, you know, want to network, get the show out to some people that maybe don't know about it. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, we gotta do that. That's that. That's one of the ways we grow on Twitch. All right, so we're gonna raid Big Cheese, uh, you guys, and look, just raid, say hi, and then go watch him. It's that easy. You ain't gotta stick around. does you know, says you have to go watch uh, Big Cheese the whole time. But you know, we're networking, baby. We're working the room, man. We're showing some love. Alright, let's do it. Y'all say hello. Uh give him a follow. Say hi. And uh and we'll uh reconvene tomorrow. Alright? I love you guys. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Let's- Peace. Here we go. Come on, let's get to 20. Come on, don't be damn damn crybabies. Let's let's raid big cheese with 20. Come on, I know there's 20 of us in this damn casual race. How many are watching right now? 25 how can we not get 20 people to raid this cheese there's 18 of you, you click that little button click that little button you can do it all right screw you too we'll raid with
1: 18 bye guys i'll see you tomorrow bye Daddy's making a youtube video